0: TGIF, and we're glad you're starting it out with us here on Undisputed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Jen Hale, Skip Bayless, and Shannon Sharpe standing by, ready to do battle this morning. Good morning, guys. Ooh,
1: the moment of reckoning is up on us. Sunday, 425 Eastern time right here on Fox. Will the defending champion Los Angeles Rams finally expose Cooper Rush as an undrafted fraud, as deep down Shannon Sharp believes he is. Shannon hopes and prays, yes. I've been
2: mourning. Yep. I've been saying bad things yeah. all night, so I had yeah. to wear a cross. I here to apple for forgiveness. Yeah, yeah,
1: you I too. Did. You saw what happened last night. I don't like the Broncos. <laughs> I, t- I tried to warn you about your Broncos. No, you should have warned me about Russ. Let's,
2: let's get into it. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go, guys. You guys are raring to go, so let's dive right in. We're going to get to America's Game of the Week on the NFL and Fox, skipping just a little bit. But first, let's talk about that touchdownless Thursday night football game. Mm. Shannon's Broncos falling for the Colts, 12-9 in overtime. All right, the aforementioned Russell Wilson, two interceptions, one of those coming from going for the end zone late in the fourth instead of trying for the first down from the Indianapolis 13. Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett stood by all of his late game decision making. Shannon, I know this one hurt, Who was more to blame last night? You looking at Russell Wilson
2: or are you looking at Nathaniel Hackett? Russ. Russ has been terrible all year. Mm. Yeah, look, the first game, I get it. The first game, Skip, there were a lot of delay of game penalties. It seemed like uh, Nathaniel Hackett had a hard time getting the plays in, getting them communicated properly. And they had a hard time, you know, getting the plays once they got to the line of scrimmage. If there was any checks that needed to be made, by the time they were making those checks, time had expired. Okay, five yards back. But last night, Skip, that was Russ. Russ was awful. And as much as I hate to say this because he's on my team and you know I bleed uh, uh, orange Mm -hmm. and blue. Yep. Seattle might have sold us a lemon. Mm. Right now it's not looking good. Skip, the first four games, first five games of the season – Russell Wilson has been awful. Mm. There's no other way around it. Now, he didn't get a whole lot of help. He did. He threw one great pass last night, Skip, and the tight end dropped it uh, uh, in the end zone that would have been a touchdown. But, Skip, Russ does not Mm want to get hit anymore. Unless it's wide open like the first scramble last night, I think he took off for like 20-plus yards. Other than that, Russ is looking for a nice, comfortable place to lay down. He is not the same Russell Wilson that we saw the first decade of his career up in Seattle. He looks scared. He's missing Reed. K.J. Hamler. Was wide open. They ran a play, they ran the slot, they ran into the fade, they ran him on what we call an under route. KJ Hamler would have walked into the end zone and Russell Wilson never looked that side.
1: What did KJ Hamler do right after that play he, ended?
2: I don't I don't like that he slammed his helmet. He down. slammed his helmet. <laughs> I don't, I don't you want to talk about showing up your quarterback? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I
1: think that might have been the mood prevailing in the locker room after the game. Everyone would have slammed their helmet down and was looking side eye at Russ.
2: Yep, you know. Having gone through this situation, when they bring a high dollar guy on and he's supposed to perform at a high level, yep. and he's not performing at that level, everybody in that locker room is looking. Like, what the hell? Did what? The Bronco, what did the Broncos get play a quarter of a bill uh, for? Uh, this? Huh? all the, those drive picks went for this? Where is the guy that was a couple of times get was a top five, top ten player picked by the other players in the National Football well, League? D- just
1: two years ago, he was second. Where's that guy? I don't know. Where's
2: that guy? Well, Skip, Pete Carroll is saying, I tried to tell you. He, he did try to yeah. tell him. Skip, I mean, he the interception to Gilmore, Gilmore jumps inside, and I don't know why. Gil, I mean, that, that's a hell of a film study because it seems like it was cover one to me and and Gil, and Gil Gilly jumps inside from the jump when the fade and the outrider still on the table. He guessed right. Russell was late with the ball, hit Stephon Gilmore <sighs> right in the chest with the ball. Yep. And then he throws the first interception. Skip, he throws off his back foot. Well, what the hell was that? Nobody have, was even down there. I, I have no idea. He, he gets sacked on a hot route. Uh, Gordon runs right by the guy because Gordon is the hot receiver, mm-hmm. and he misses him, and, and the guy hits a, a rust. And then he gets ding. I thought he had a concussion, Skip, because he never saw, I think
1: Franklin was the linebacker that hit him. He never saw him. No Quarterbacks are not built. Most but He men, said and they said. They checked and checked and checked, and he answered all the questions. Go ahead. Well, I can't tell.
2: if I, you. Well, first of all, if you're missing reads like you're missing reads, well, are you going to give him an, a concussion pass here? No, he hell nah. no. no. Skip, I tweeted he should have been out of the game. You're not, yeah. Skip, there are not very many men. I mean, look, there are different positions that used to taking hits. Quarterbacks are not used to taking them to the chops, especially when you don't see it. Because he never saw him. He was diving trying to get the guy down, and 44, 44 hit him right in his jaw. And he never saw that coming. And you look at look at him when he was on the ground, and you tell me everything is okay in that head. And if it was okay, why in the hell are you missing the reads that are routine? A quarterback well, a, So you
1: are giving him a pass. No, no, concussion. no, Skip. No? Skip, Skip. Well, I mean, but, but you're saying that's a valid excuse then, if right? That was, if, if you didn't have a concussion, why in the
2: hell are you missing simple reads that a quarterback of your caliber should never miss?
1: I think he was missing them all last year, but we didn't really focus.
2: Maybe, maybe, okay. maybe you're maybe you're right, Skip. Maybe because he was up in Seattle and things were going on and yada yada yada, and we didn't see it. Now maybe I'm paying more close attention to it yep. for the simple fact he's on the team that I played a de- uh, uh, over a decade for. Yep. But Skip, they're not very good. The thirty-first in scoring, only ahead of the Colts. The Broncos have reached uh, seventeen points one time this year. Yep. That was a loss to the Raiders. Yep. The Broncos are on pace to have the worst red zone touchdown percent in this century. Mm-hmm. How many years is a century? A hundred years. Mm-hmm. The NFL has only been in place for a hundred and three hundred and four years. That is true. Is it Skip? You Russ has been terrible. And please, I want you to stop. Skip, I've never seen anything. They showed, and the fans were leaving.
1: They were leaving at the end of regulation, before overtime. Skip, is tied the game time. Maybe the game wasn't over. Bronco fans, faithful? Skip, you remember them? You played there. You know the fervor. You know the adulation. You know the depth of love that that city and that area has for
2: those Broncos. The Rockies. They got Nikola Jokic. They got yep. everything else. Yep. That, that, Denver, it. Colorado, and the mile-hot Dave Lee
1: Bronco Bronco End country. End of story. End of story. I got it. I've, I've
2: been there through the lean years. In 1990, we lost six straight games. In 94, we lost the first four games and then last, lost the last three. And that never happened. Not never that I happened. keep my recollection. Whew. And every time I turn around, Bronco country, let's ride. Bruh, the car broke down. You not riding, you walking. So Mm -hmm. how the hell are you going to talk about let's ride? Your car broke down. Either you out of gas or the car needs repaired. But Russell Wilson has got to play better. Based on what they gave him monetarily, Skip, Mm -hmm. he's got to play better. Mm -hmm. He's not even looking. I mean, he made his mind up. I'm throwing this ball to Cortland Sutton. Courtland Sutton. Yep. He never looked to his right because he had. He'd have just given the ball to uh, uh, K.J. Hamlin, and K.J. would have walked into the end zone. Now, I do not agree with K.J. Hamlin slamming his helmet. Don't show your quarterback up. Just go back and talk and say, hey, Russ, I was open on that. I've been there. Been there, KJ. Trust me. I've been there. Go back. Hey, bro, miss me on this one. Talk to him. Let him hopefully understand. But, Russ, mm. it's going to be, I'm telling you, Skip, you know, I'm going out there. We're having the 25th anniversary of our first Super Bowl. Mm. I'm not going to be very pleasant. Mm. I don't know if they want to see me. Because I tell you, like a T-I-S-T is, Mm -hmm. I I don't bite my tongue. I don't bite my tongue for nothing. Mm. So, they need to play better. Russ in particular, he needs to play better. Skip, that defense is good enough. That's a playoff defense. You see how they be balling? Getting after the quarterback. They lost Randy Gregory, one of the best pressure guys in all of football.
1: Uh, Don't tell me about it, because I lost him, too. (laughs) Skip, secondary is good enough. They're making plays. (laughs) Defensive. 12 points. I don't think it's that hard to make plays against what's left of Matt Ryan, but that's a whole nother story. But But, go ahead. They hung in a whole night. The whole night?
2: Yep. The whole night. Mm -hmm. This is Russ. This is is Russ.
1: Russ has been awful. Mm. You done? Yeah. Okay, my turn. Last night... Russell Wilson made Baker Mayfield look like Tom Brady. That's how bad it was, like Tom Brady. Last night, if possible, Russell Wilson was even worse than Russell Westbrook has been for your Lakers. Yeah, he was bad. He was. He was bad. Shannon Sharp, I remind you of what happened on opening night. Nathaniel Hackett got vilified and condemned. Yeah, for taking the ball out of Russ's hands and saying, no, I think I'm going to try a 64-yard field goal, right. albeit in the mile-high atmosphere. And it almost made it. It was just a foot left. That was, was in a Seattle. game. Yeah, oh, in Seattle. Seattle. That's right. Seattle. I'm sorry, I was thinking it was in Denver. But you're right. But the point was, it almost got there, and that would have made Nathaniel Hackett a hero. Instead, he was the villain of the whole opening week. Right. Weekend. And the point was, I think he was on to something because Russ had been spotty through the whole game. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I think young Nathaniel, son of my friend Paul Hackett, he just says, I think I'm going to – I trust my kicker from 64 more than I trust him on, what was it, fourth and five? Fourth and five. Okay. So you were down on Nathaniel because you were still thinking that Russ was Russ. Right. That Russ can cook in Seattle where he had cooked so often. And last night – Obviously, he only cooked your Broncos. He did. He just cooked them again and again and again. The the first play that that I want to point up to is the one deep ball he he connected on. It's 51 <laughs> yards. If we could see it, it's a third and 12 play. Uh, I'm sorry, second and eight play. It's 8-12 it's in the third quarter. If we could see what happened on this deep throw. Hell, who is he throwing it to? This is not intended for Cortland Sutton. Th- this is... Is intended for that little kid. What's his name? Montrell, Washington. He's a rookie. He's trying to throw it to Montrell, Washington. And Cortland Sutton says, no, I'm going to come across. And why they're running the routes in the same area code, I don't even know. know That looks bad enough as it is. But Russ just throws that up for grabs. It's underthrown. And as they're waiting for the ball to come down, Cortland Sutton just says, I'm going to just sort of cut across over here and I'm going to go snatch it from my own guy. He just sees the ball up in there. And 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 if
2: they don't run up the official, the Colts might intercept it. The guy guy got tangled up with his
1: back, Judge. I I can't remember the last time that (laughs) I saw two players on the same team fighting for a pass with no defenders really fighting for the ball. Unless it was a Hail Mary. Okay, unless it's a Hail Mary. <laughs> but, but again, that was, that was right that was in the no, middle of the field. That was right no Hail Mary okay? in the middle of and the field. And that's his biggest completion of the night of 51 yards, and I think it was intended for the rookie and not for Cortland Sutton. I agree. Okay, you mentioned the first interception. We got to throw it because I have no idea. This is one of those for a veteran quarterback, you just don't even think about it unless no. you're just losing it. You have no idea. You're desperate. You're, you're, you're just going to throw something up to who? To nobody. That was intended for three deep coals. But watch what he
2: throws. Watch what he does when he throws this, Skip. Well, you, see you see how he ducks? You see how he ducks because he, he, he's gun shy. He start, watch this. Not the first guy, but watch as the guy loops around. Look what he does. He ducks. That's
1: not a good sign. That's not a good sign. He's made his money. His family is his priority now, and I don't think he wants to be in harm's way. I, I just think you, can't play, you lose you can't your play nerve that. a little bit. You're, you're a little more self-protective, and you just, it's just hard to play like that. If you become unnerved in this game, you can't play it. All right. Now let's go to the flashpoint moment at the end of regulation, and it finally gets to... What's Sporting the one? down and distance? No, not oh, that. Oh, this go. is third, oh, oh. third and fourth 14. to 13. There's two 13 left right. in the game. Third and fourth to 13. Let's see what happens here because the Colts are out of timeouts. Time out. So it's two 13 left and you do this, as you point out, well, well it, it, it's not even close to open and he's still you arguably the best cornerback in the league. Yes. Right. He, he
2: outside release. He undercut it. Now
1: he could have. I mean, I
2: don't know, 16. I mean, his hair I covered up his jersey. Yep. He outside reliefs, and, 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 and Gilmore's like, oh, you know what? I think he's going to run an end-breaking route. I, and he jumps in his hip pocket, rustles a little late, and he uh, hits I mean, Gilmore
1: he, in the chest. He looked like the intended the re- receiver. He did. Okay. He did. All right, so think about strategically what you're up against here. There's still going to be the two-minute warning, but the Colts are out of timeout. So right. if, if you do nothing but kneel on the ball, if, right. if you try to run the ball and you don't make the first down. You you still have a field goal right. that is going to make it a six point game. Right. Well, nobody's been able to even come close to scoring a touchdown. touchdown. Correct. So what are the odds they're gonna they'll get the clock stopped at two minutes? Right. So you the Colts are gonna get the ball back with just under two minutes remaining, which is enough time to, to go. go seventy yards or whatever it has to be. But they've had yards. they've had four quarters, and they basically they had three down they couldn't get a touchdown. Okay. So they wouldn't need a field goal, they would need, need a touchdown to a beat seven. Up. Right. So the point is that the prudent decision is just to run the football. Right. Or if you do have a veteran quarterback you trust, then the whole idea is, okay, let's try for the, what is it, four yards for a first down. Right. Because if you get a first down, you, you're going to win the game. Yeah, if you get a right? first down, the game's over. The game's yeah. over. But you, you're, th- there's only one thing that can happen that cannot happen. Only one thing. That's you it. cannot give them the football. Correct. You cannot. You can't fumble it, but you cannot throw it to them in the end zone. Correct. And here's the stat of the night that I – ran across would you believe that so far this year on passes into the end zone russell wilson is two out of 18 that's 11 percent on throws that go into the end zone two out of 18 right that's by far the worst in the league last night he was 0 for 6 on passes into the end zone well you, you, in the end, even at home, you're probably going to lose even to Matt Ryan right. because you're not cashing anything. They were 0 for 4 in the red zone when they got in. Right. Okay. So, the point is, all, all you need to do there is not give them the ball, and I think you're still going to win the you're game. You're going to win the game. Skip, right? r- Skip, why would I need
2: – And you, we talked about this the other day, Skip. You know, you you informed the guys, like, look, okay, lead the ball in the mm-hmm. end zone. We're going to fair catch it. We don't want any time to run off the clock. But you were thinking, like, a Russ – you would think Russ has been a starting quarterback in this league for over a decade, and he's been a damn good quarterback, Skip. Russ, don't turn this ball over. Do I need to remind Russ not to turn the ball over? Every Skip, if you think about it, everything that he threw into the end zone was what? Late. The ball that he threw to Cortland Sutton was late.
1: He was late. He and was he, off target and late all night he's long. He's been
2: off target mm-hmm. all... Skip, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe there are other things that are more important than football is. But it seems to me he's starting to flinch in the pocket and you can't flinch when you play this ball game no. because the car, the collisions are coming. Yep. And once guys see you flinching, they're going to start heating up the pressure. Russ doesn't try to escape. You know, Skip, let Russ cook. And I said, you know what, Russ? The Broncos gave you a quarter of a bill. So hopefully you bought new steak knives, cast, cast iron pans, and air fryers. So cook. And I'd be damned if he didn't burn the meal. hmm they're going give him everything that he wanted. He got the office. He got the massage. They give him
1: rooms on the road. They got his guys. He could come and go. They did. Damn it! you got to win some games, Russ. All right, let's go to the final flashpoint. It's fourth and one at the five-yard line. Right. And th- the first curious thing is what Nathaniel Hackett said after the game, I got the go to go for it. And I'm like, you got the go? Well, is it from that Jerry Rosberg that they hired – he, he was right. with the Ravens for, like, 11 years. Right. But, but he was hired as sort of the, the eyes consultant. in the sky. He sits up in the press box with the coaches, and, and he's okay, game we're managing. And we're yeah. 20 seconds, not getting right. play in. Okay. That kind of thing, because Nathaniel, as a young first-time head coach, right. needed some help in the overall clock game management. Correct. But he got the go to go for it. Well, is that coming from John Elway or is it coming no. from Peyton or Peyton Manning? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's right? right? Which one? It's, is it coming from on high? I got the go to go for it. Well, he, maybe he's in the I hope he I hope he wasn't talking about rough game and talking about go for it. I, I don't know. So they, they quickly call a play in the huddle and literally run to the line of scrimmage and he goes under center. I thought they were just trying to draw, draw off. Indy off sides with a bark, bark, bark. Right. You know, some hard, hard, count. Hard, hard count, trying to get them to flinch and jump on the play of the night. Right. And Indy had a timeout in overtime. They'd run out, obviously, in regulation. regulation. They immediately use it because I guess Frank Rock is saying, I don't want them to jump and, and get right. over-emotional right. And, and, and lose the game on a penalty. Right. Right. Because okay. now you're going to give them a first okay. down. Okay. But you do give them time to reconsider. Well, they reconsider, and they don't put Russ under center. So, if you don't put him under center, it's hard to roll him out. It's just hard to do it out of the shotgun. It's better off some kind of play-action roll.
2: And and plus, Skip, you're going to limit in that situation right there. You're probably not going to run it on fourth down. So, now you've limited. Now the defense knows there's a probably 80 85% chance
1: he's not going to run it from the gun on a fourth and one in this situation. And he is not as shifty and quick and mobile as he once was because obviously he's an older quarterback and he's not sure. He, he looks thick to me and I'm okay with that because you, you have to have some thickness to take the, the right. pounding. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't see him have the escapability you used
2: to have. No. Because
1: there was a time when he was hard to get on the ground. You couldn't get on the ground.
2: And Uh, and basically, Skip, their offense, Seattle's offense, was Russ improvisation. Yeah. It was like, okay, Russ, go back there and do what you do and make it happen. Throw it to Lockett, throw it to Doug Baldwin, throw it to somebody down the field because
1: we got nothing. And he can make it happen. Okay, so to Indy's credit, their pass rush, does this and this? Right. So they're all. It's stay in your lane. Don't let him outside. Don't apart. let him outside. And they engulfed him, and he's standing, and he's standing, and he doesn't see KJ Hamler because he's locked in. Who's his best receiver? Courtland. It's Cortland Sutton. So he's just – in his mind. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I just got to wait until Cortland breaks across, and I'll throw it to right. him. But the throw is a flat-footed sidearm throw. Mm-hmm. It's just a fling. It's a desperation gamble. Hope it's a pass and a prayer to right. me if we could see it one more time into the end zone, and it looked like it had a chance for a second. But you're daring the devil because you're picking on the wrong guy. Right. The wrong guy is that guy because he's still the guy. I don't know that there's a corner much better than he is. There's not one smarter or more savvy than he Look is. Look at KJ. Yeah. Well, well, he's just he had and it it happened fast you're going to have to read that see it and and throw it quickly right. but see yeah
2: it happens fast skip but if you already predetermined where you're going with the you, football, already you will never you know, ever see you that you
1: won't see it because he wasn't he never looked that direction. Never. he never
2: he never looked that side and the, skip he's in the gun it's not like skip he's up on the center and you know you cuz a lot of times skip like when you like Dan Files and Dan Marino they would take the ball and they would back straight up. Cherry Brash and old quarterbacks would back straight up. Most quarterbacks now, when they take it, they take a side. True. So basically, you, if you're, you know, you right-handed agree. quarterback, yeah. you're turning your back on the right. Mm-hmm. He's in the gun. He should be it. that's the whole reason they put you in the gun. So you can see the entirety of the field. Mm-hmm. That is the sole purpose in which they put you in the gun.
1: That is a fact.
2: So now Ru- so now he's locked in. He's Russ is 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 quarterbacking like he's a first or a second-year quarterback mm-hmm. when he's a decade plus in the league. He's missing routine throws.
1: Okay. And yet, it harked back to that play at the goal line in the Super Bowl, obviously, and Richard Sherman's on the set of the Amazon Prime after the game. Richard, the I try to tell y'all. Okay. I've been trying to tell y'all for years. He wasn't that guy. Obviously, Richard has been down on Russ since that moment, maybe since before that moment, because they were already turning on Russ because he had become the apple of Pete Carroll's eye. He had become teacher's pet, right? right? Correct. And they were all convinced after the Super Bowl loss that Pete Carroll was trying to make Russ the MVP of the game instead of Marshawn, obviously, who was in the game. Right. I continue to make the case that the stats from the year would tell you not Marshawn because he had tried five times from the one-yard line right. and converted only one time out of five. Right. So I didn't think Russ threw a bad ball. It was to, to uh, lock it lock down it. there, the tall lock. and mm-hmm. not he four. Yeah, he's four. Yeah. yeah, big big. Kick. So he's throwing it to a possession-type receiver right at the goal line, but it was the greatest break on the football I have ever seen. Yes. It just happened to be at the end of a Super Bowl by some kid undrafted out of West Alabama. West Alabama. hmm Malcolm Butler, right. and it's, as you said, it, it's it's the, the greatest, greatest defensive play in the history of the Super Bowl. Right. Well, it took that to stop that, but all of a sudden, Tom Brady's on the other sideline jumping up and down like a little second grader, right? Right, Because he's right. he's in shock that they have pulled it off.
2: Well, the thing is that you're looking at, and, and Russ knows Brandon Browner because Brandon Browner was there in Philly. Yep. I mean, excuse in Seattle. Yeah. He knows that he's a physical corner, and when you see him in press coverage, it's not going to work because the guy on the inside is not going to be able to get the rub on Butler who's covering the outside receiver. Yeah. So he, once he locks him up, it's a dead play. And, yeah. and Sherman and everybody's like, Russ, you're that guy, check up out of it. They're thinking, if that's Peyton Manning, he's going to check out of it. Yeah. If that's Tom Brady, if that's one of these other quarterbacks. And so that's why they became out on him. He's not that. And they're like, Pete, you keep treating him like he's one of those guys, and he's not. Skip, we let Russ off the hook game one because... Uh, uh, Nathaniel Hackett delay of the game penalties, but Russ wasn't cooking in Seattle. He was not for the Broncos. Like he might have cooked earlier in his career, but he wasn't cooking. We let him out the hook. Now last night there was no delay of game penalties. I thought uh, uh, Hackett did a great job calling the game. Look, the running game was okay. I mean, Gordon, pff, he scares me at times because every time he gets the ball skip, I
1: think he's going to fumble it. I know, but you lost your best running back, and he's yeah. not a bad one. A, I got to oh, tell yeah, you. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but Russ, yeah. Russ was bad last night. I'd say it, it
2: ain't. The Colts give the Colts, I, you look at it, how the hell did the Colts
1: beat the Chiefs? How? The, their defense is pretty good, underrated. Good, it's got some character to it. It yeah. does.
2: If they play, if they'd have played like that against the Chiefs, the Chiefs would have put a fifty on them. Mm. Russ, all
0: right. Colts Chiefs Ooh. is another topic, guys. I will say both of Russell Wilson's interceptions did come in the fourth quarter and after the game, he said. I let my team down.
1: they got a while to
0: sit and stew on it. They don't play again until Monday night of next week.
1: Hold up. How do they get right. another still TV game? No, that's three.
0: <laughs> Prime time, guys. All right, still to come. Cooper Rush skips Cowboys. Are they going to upset the Rams, Shannon? Here we go. Maybe. And will Victor Wembanyama live up to all the Who? hype around him? That's next on Undisputed.
1: begins here.
0: Cooper Rush looking to stay undefeated as starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. They're facing off on the Rams on Sunday, though. L.A., a a five-and-a-half-point favorite, according to Fox Sportsbook, even though the champs are coming off a 24-9 loss to the 49ers. Shannon, who do you think wins this one and why?
2: I don't like anything that the Rams are doing currently on offense against this Cowboys defense. They don't protect Matthew Stafford. The Cowboys have the second most sacks in the NFL. The Rams have allowed the second most sacks. That's a bad formula. They pressure the quarterback, they hit the quarterback, and in four games this season, Matthew Stafford leads the NFL in interceptions. That's a recipe, really, if probably if Dak was playing, that's a a 14, 17-point victory for the Cowboys. But since
1: Cooper Rush is playing, that's a three-point win for the Cowboys. You, wait, wait. You, you think points. Cooper Rush is going to beat Aaron Donald's defense? Are you kidding? Skip, I, Aaron you, do- you think Aaron Donald hung the stars, the Skip. sun, and the moon?
2: Look, Aaron Donald can only do so much. But if Aaron Donald is the defense for the Rams, what you've seen in the first four games this season, have they been better than the Cowboys' defense than what you've seen the first four games of the season? No. No. You see the Rams' offensive line? Stafford gets hits constantly. He turns the ball over constantly. So, in other words, Cooper Rush can do what Cooper Rush has been doing in all four of his starts. He doesn't have to do much. The Rams are averaging 17 points. Okay. So, now, the Rams have only gotten 21 or more one one time. That was uh, against, who did they get? The, uh, The Falcons scored 31. So, the Cowboys do what they do defensively. They give up about 15 points a game. Score about twenty-one. Can the Cowboys get to twenty points against the Rams? Can they get to the twenty points, Skip Baby? I'm asking you. It's not a rhetorical question. Can they get to the twenty points? Well, I don't know. I think so. Yep. I say they beat the
1: Rams twenty to seventeen. Hmm. Okay. Twenty to seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Says a man who still believes deep down that Cooper Rush is nothing more than a very exposable undrafted fraud. Yes. I Correct?
2: wish. I I, I, I wish. This was the Rams of last year. Mm. And, the way, and they had Whitfie, uh, uh, Whitworth, mm-hmm. Andrew Whitworth, at the left tackle. No bloom at his right spot. Mm. And then we, hey, yes, yes, absolutely. Mm. But uh, what a year a difference, uh, uh, what a uh, year a difference
1: mm-hmm. make. Yeah. What a difference a year makes, excuse me. I'm going to put my partner, Shannon Sharp, on the couch for a moment, and I'm going to tell you that I think deep down he fears Cooper Rush. I don't fear Cooper Rush. Because I believe that deep down he knows that Cooper Rush is now ranked fourth in QBR in the National Football League, which is just flat-out extraordinary. And after I blurted out two days ago on this show that, to my memory, I can't remember a quarterback playing better in his first four starts in the league than Cooper Rush has— You scoffed, you laughed, and then I stumble across a stat that night that says Cooper Rush is the only quarterback in NFL history, history, to have a 90-plus passer rating in his first four starts, only in history. Nobody's ever done that, and Cooper Rush has done that, which is why going into this game, let's do scale of 1 to 10. How much do I trust Cooper Rush to play exactly the way he played at Minnesota and against Cincinnati and at Giants and then home against Washington. The same way, across the board, I'll go to a nine on a scale of 10. That's my point. Okay. So, in
2: other words, all he has to do is throw one touchdown because he's averaging one touchdown per game. I,
1: I don't care who he's going against, whatever defense it is, name somebody, San Francisco's defense. I think he can play at the level he plays at the same way every time. I do trust him. This is obviously by far his biggest test. I think you would agree with that. So let me, I want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. So you believe last
2: year, if Cooper Rush had been in that divisional round of the playoff games, they would have beat the they would have beat the
1: 49ers. Okay, well, he hadn't even played, he played one game in his life. Yeah, well, right? yeah, okay, okay, okay. Not,
2: that's plenty. Right. But you were convinced after that one game, you had seen enough that Cooper Rush was the guy. So again, I ask you, you believe that if Cooper. No, yeah, I think played, they
1: would have played better. No, I think. No, win, 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 they win, they win. caught the, the buzz saw that was the 49ers. Remember, the, the 49ers buzz sawed the Rams? You do realize the end that end of got, the year? that got out a couple of sacks that Cooper Rush probably weren't going to get out of. Okay, well, he might have, but I thought Dak was pretty miserable in that game. I got to tell you. He didn't get up to the greatest start. They came out flat on offense, as you always say. Well, Did they have the ball? Yeah, they get the ball too. Well, and then they sort of did what Dak does. At the end of the game, there was a flurry, and at the end of the game, Uh he's running down, and the referee gets in the way. No, no, I never seen easy You did it again. You did it again about the referee got in the way. He needs to get in better shape. You you ought to be ashamed of yourself for that one. I'm proud of myself for that one. Okay, here's my issues with coming out here to so to play the Rams, who are the defending champs, and they're a proud bunch. They're flat-out due for a game. They're, you know, and I know, if, if I just go right down the pecking order, will you take Matt Stafford over Cooper Rush? Yes. yes you will. Yes. Will you take Aaron Donald over Micah Parsons? Yes. I know you. you you'll say yes. yes. Would you take Cooper Cup over CeeDee Lamb? It's Absolutely. not even close. It's, it's like a joke. Absolutely. Will you take Jalen Ramsey over... Uh Trevon Diggs. Right, you, you, right you now, right now, the, I don't know, Skip. Okay, I don't know I, okay, right now. Okay, but I just know in your heart of hearts, you would say, okay, if it's close, but you, you're gonna lean to J. Ram on that one. He's decorated. He he's yeah. been there and done all that. But right? Skip, he's not he's not playing like those decorations. Okay, he hadn't right.
2: played, he hadn't been Jalen Ramsey to okay. what we saw. You saw him in the
1: playoffs, you saw him against Tampa. Okay, here's my fear. My defense does not stop the run. You can fire back at me. The he Rams rank. does not run the they, they ball. They do not run the ball. They haven't run the ball this year. No. They're 30th in rushing. My team is at 27th in stopping the run. Sean McVay, the boy genius, is nobody's fool. I just think he'll sit there. Cam Akers can run the football when they try to run the football. Anderson can too. He can too. Both of them run hard to me, right. and they slash, and they scare me when they, they, they get cooking, and they get some momentum. I, my team gave up 142 rush yards to Washington last week. My team can't stop the run rush as in Cooper rush. Oh, and, and it can't rush the football. Zeke has turned back into running in Cabo saying <laughs> Zeke. He, he's, he's worse than ever. Just what I, I told you it's a contract year for him. It's, it's, it's actually a play for your NFL life year for him. And I'm looking at what Zeke is doing. Shannon, it's getting worse. You realize, I'm looking at his yards per game. It went 52, 53, then he had the 173 at the Giants, and then back to 49 last week. Do you realize the average of those is 56.8? That's even worse than last year, which would make him on pace for for his career for a seventh straight year to go down in yards per game. Why are you surprised? Because I I needed him this year. (laughs) What's the ultimate NFL cliche? The best friend of any quarterback is a running game. So the young quarterback, even though he's 28, but young is a starter. Cooper Rush, especially coming out here to SoFi to play the defending champs. He needs some bodyguards, he needs some enforcers around him, he needs somebody to take some of the pressure off some third and sevens where you gotta make a big throw. But
2: Skip, you keep saying that the the, the best friend of a young quarterback or a rookie quarterback yep. or I mean yeah, first, heard, year starter, first year starter starter. Right. But is a it's a running game.
1: But your running back isn't the same. Okay. Well, in Tony Pollard, he's had some flashes and some flashes. Yeah. Okay. But in the opening game against Tampa, Tony Pollard, six carries for eight yards. Sunday, he had eight carries for six yards. So he's boomer or bust. Right. You can't trust that he's going to take up the slack because he's just a home run hitter. And like Aaron Judge just went, whatever it was, 58 at-bats before he finally right. hit the home run. Right. It's almost like Tony Pollard will go 58 at-bats before he hits the well, home Well, you'll run.
2: know early on, Skip. He'll give you that. You'll know early in the game that, okay, Tony Pollard has it this game. And if you look at the game in which he's been okay. sensational, he he gets off. He normally gets off, he'll get an 8-yarder a or a 10-yarder, and within the next five or six carries, he's going to pop one okay. for about 20 to 30.
1: Who's the second best friend of a young starting quarterback? A, a, an inexperienced starting quarterback it's the tight end it's the position you right. played it's john Elway saying when in doubt i'm going to throw it to 84 because yeah. i know 84 is a big target and he's going to get open yeah. and he's going to catch the ball yeah on but there's a third difference i was
2: special Dalton chose is okay. special all right but he's
1: franchise <laughs> tag so so, so in special. in their realm in their realm they they view him as fairly special right special enough to put a tag on yes him. He was Dak's security blanket last year. He was he was Dak's favorite receiver. Right. Guess what? He's got no connection with Cooper Rush for reasons I don't know. But against Washington, he had three targets and zero catches. Because
2: because if you think of skill, think about it. With the exception of CD, the guys that he's most comfortable with played with him on the practice squad. Okay, you're and when exactly he, he, right. Look at Noah Brown. He comes in. Noah Brown gonna get the first and the second catch Skip. Fine
1: with me. He He, he brought him back to life. I I thought he was gone. I thought he wasn't even going to make the squad in in camp. But but Noah Brown has played really well. He's played really well. My point is, on the flip side for the Rams, Tyler Higby is a stud to me. Every time I – he's 6'6", and he plays even bigger than that. He plays strong to me. What is their biggest problem right now is that – Matt Stafford, when in doubt, he throws it to number 10. And it doesn't even matter if there are three people on 10. He just throws it to him. And a lot of times, he catches it. He is running away with the targets and catches lead in the NFL. Yeah, he's going to run away with it again. you're way too dependent upon him. I've heard it all week long. Well, who's your second best receiver? It's Tyler Higby. Well, it's for Allen Robinson. Okay, well, it, it just didn't happen. <laughs> yes. For whatever reason, they don't have any rapport or connection or wavelength. Right. I just think Tyler Higby could have a big day against my defense. They're going to run the ball. They're going to try to check it down, some more possession-type passes to Tyler Higby. That scares me because they could control the football. My defense, if you don't put Matt Stafford in third and sixes where they can just lick chops and everybody's coming and right. Micah's going to get two blockers over here, but nobody's going to get but single blockers over here. And, yeah, and, D- and, and they can is. just say, Yes, we will eat, eat, eat. It could be anybody. It could be O'Diggy Zua coming up. It could be Neville Gallimore. They can come after you. But if you don't get in those situations, it's hard to get you in a jeopardy position if you keep running the ball and hitting Tyler Higbee. But here's the thing, Skip. This is a game that's set up
2: where Cooper Rush doesn't have to be special again. He can throw somewhere between 200, 230 yards, yeah. throw four touchdowns, and as long as they don't turn it over, his defense will be good enough. Because what's another good uh, 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 additive or uh, help for a, a young
1: quarterback? Yeah. An outstanding defense. Okay. And so now you can't run the football. And, and we're still talking about the outstanding defense that is 27th stopping the run. But
2: Skip, okay, that's one aspect of it. Okay. If, if If the Rams ran the football, if they're playing the Ravens, and they're 27th against the rush? Okay. Okay, you know what? Or you playing right, Cleveland? That's fair.
1: Fair point. I but, hope
2: you're right. I hope you're right. But what the Rams try to do, Skip, he polished uh, – Sean McVay polished his genius by what? The creativity in the passing game. Yep. And so what do the Cowboys do as well as any team in the NFL? Attack your quarterback. You know what? They
1: don't have any creativity at this moment because all it is <laughs> is Cooper, Cooper will get open. And Cooper <laughs> right? or bust huh? Right? Because there's no scheming to get Cooper right. – you, you can't scheme because – Every single snap, the defense is like, where's 10? Right. Because two people are going to be on 10 every time. Because why wouldn't you put two on him? Because Matt Stafford is so reliant. Right. He, he's addicted to Cooper Cup. Right. right? Yeah.
2: Now, if you play in the 49ers, and I know Kyle Shanahan, is creati- his creative mind yeah. in the run game, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm okay. going to take the 49ers, even though it's Jimmy G. Even though it's Jimmy G. Because you know Jimmy G is going to put the ball in harm's way right. at
1: least once. At least okay. once, we'll so, get cracking. So my defense, bend but don't break, has been spectacularly better and better because Brady gets 20, and then all of a sudden it starts to drop down, 19, whatever it's been, it went 18, 16.
2: 16 uh, well, no, it, it, it's, it's gone down every
1: yeah. – all four games, it's gone down. And Micah was asked after Sunday's win over Washington, you 17, know. 17, yeah, 19, now? 17, 16, 10. 10, and he said seven. Well, Micah – uh, seven is going to have to be at SoFi against the defending champs. Well, he's on record, and trust me, I, I know Sean McVay well enough. He loves that kind of bulletin mm-hmm. board. So he is now telling his team, his offense, that young man says he's going to hold you to seven. You're going to yeah. swallow that? You're going to sit still for that? You're, right. You're going to accept that? It's it's your house. It's your building. You you, you won the Super Bowl. Remember
2: Shaq Barrett said, yeah. Shaq, they look like the same, uh, same Kansas City offensive line to me. And you then did. they got they get 40,
1: get 41 hung okay. on well, Okay. Well, there you go. So, that scares me, too. So, I trust my quarterback. I'm just not sure. I trust that the Rams are going to be as bad as you think. No, I don't think they'll be as bad. I don't think
2: they'll be as bad, you. But I don't believe they're going to go out there and get 28 or 31 points. Which is the points that you need to make Cooper Rush play for the entirety of the ball game and not just have to make a few throws late in the ball game to get you in field goal range or a touchdown to beat you. You gotta make him play the entirety of the game. At no point in time can he become
1: a cheerleader. He needs to participate every single snap he's on the field. Every single snap I've watched from him, he's been very good early in games. He's been outstanding late in games. There are times in the middle where it just sort of drifts. Exactly. They try to run the ball and kill the clock, and they can't. Well, see, that's what I need.
2: I need him in the middle of that. I need him to have to make throws like he did, like you said, at the start of the game or at the end of
1: the game. I need that. My team is 25th in rushing the football. It's not good enough to protect a still very young, inexperienced quarterback. What's your score? I told you, I don't pick Dallas anymore. I'm not going to pick I, I just stay away from it. I, I would love to see Cooper Rush win this game because you want to talk about a quarterback quandary? <laughs> that would be a quandary. Now, if he's in there next week, let go. Yeah. You know, I got to get my Eagles gear. I got an Eagles helmet. Do you? Yeah, I do. Well, <laughs> old school. One. Yeah, the Mike of, Quick version. What if Cooper managed to pull this one off as you predict? And then all of a sudden they say, let's go back to Dak to throw him into the fire at the Eagles. He still can't grip the ball. That's what Jerry would say. (laughs) He still can't grip the ball because Jerry will not be able to release Uh, his grip on Cooper Rush at that point.
0: Gentlemen, it is America's Game of the Week. 425 kickoff on the NFL on Fox. All right, right. the praise running rampant for French phenom (laughs) and projected number one overall pick Victor Wembenyama I don't know if y'all caught his last G League game, but it was crazy. LeBron is calling the center a generational talent. KD says the league's in trouble when Wembenyama comes in. Steph Curry says he's like an NBA 2K creative player. (laughs) Shannon, a lot of praise. Is he going to be able to live up to all of this?
2: Yeah, but I like his teammate. Whole fat. I ain't gonna say the middle part of his name. I, like, I just like his teammate he name. I just like the name. <laughs> I, just, I do. Skip, we, I saw him standing, and I know you saw it also, standing next to Rudy Gobert. I saw it. Rudy Gobert is seven foot two inches tall. He is. He's considerably taller than Rudy Gobert. That
1: is correct. I'm like. I, I'm with you. I saw it and was shocked by it. I was
2: like, hold on. This man is a legit Ralph Sampson, seven foot four, seven foot five, mm-hmm. could handle the ball, Skip. Like I said, Dirk, when Dirk, we had never seen anything like Dirk Nabiski. Dirk had the three-pointer and the mid-range. He couldn't really put the ball on the floor. And then here comes Kevin Durant, a seven-foot guy that can put the ball on the floor, the heavy three-point, mid-range, get all the way to the rim. Mm. Now we got a guy four or five inches taller than Kevin Durant, can do all of the same things. I'm not going to say he's going to be Kevin Durant, but he can do similar things, put the ball on the floor, shoot the three, mid-range, get all the way to the rim. Skip, Andy, the kid, you can play defense, too. Don't you come in there with that weak stuff. He'll throw it up out of there. We've never seen anything like this, and I'm with you, Steph. You create a player like this. I don't even know if you can let you create a, a seven-foot guy skip that can either. handle I the ball. I don't think it would.
1: That's a good point.
2: hold <laughs> like, on, oh, no, 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 yeah. no. You're not going to be able no. to create a seven-foot guy that can handle the ball like a guard and can shoot the ball like a guard, but he has the size of a big of a, of a true old-school center. Skip, he looks good. Skip. Uh, and I get Trent and You like Chet and He's seven foot tall. But Chet doesn't look like this kid mm-hmm. moving, Skip. No. No. This kid is fluid in the way he handles the ball and the it, the and pull it. Skip, he comes. I watched him the other night and last night. He come out on the break and he ain't even thinking about it. He ain't thinking about going all the way to the rim. He pulling up from 27. He did. I'm like, really? Really? Skip, he looks to be the real, real deal. And I, I, I agree. I mean, LeBron, Skip, LeBron, LeBron never said this about hungry. He did. Katie not, never said this no, about Homer. Not even that never
1: said this about Hungry. Well, they never said about any kid. No. Nobody. Skip. Seven foot four, seven foot
2: five? Skip, the guy, look at me. He's raising up, shooting turnarounds over people.
3: Mm.
2: Now, Skip, he. <laughs> you know what? And if like, I well, how good is he gonna be? You know what? I'm trying to get, I'm tanking. Cause mm. I'm trying to get in that first spot. To see, because if he's not going to be good, Skip, guess what? He's not going to be good on my team. Mm. I'm not worried about him not being good on somebody else's team because I'm going to find out. Because mm. I know everybody's going to be up so. Utah, Utah tried to win like three games. Your Spurs, oh, no. You, you got a one-friar I, I franchise, Skip, they're not going to try to win any game. Everybody wants this kid.
1: When LeBron blessed him the way he blessed him, <laughs> I, I, I was all ears because LeBron's quote was, He's more like an alien. He, he's not yes, a unicorn. Yes. He's an alien. And LeBron goes on to say, I have never seen, no one has ever seen anyone as tall as he is, but as fluid and as graceful yes. as he is out on the floor. Yes. It's impossible. Right. It's not human. It's, it, it's never happened no. before. Nope. You realize in some of his big Euro games, he, he'll get 10 assists. Right. He'll get 10 assists. Right. And he always has – he averages four blocks. That's a lot of blocks. Yes. Four blocks? Because remember the other night,
2: Skip, they were on him because he didn't have a whole bunch of rebounds. He said, okay, now I'm going to give you 36 and 11 to shut y'all up.
1: He did. (laughs) And this is what shut me up was on ESPN last night, they were able to get Victor to come over and sit with them. And, you know, you don't even know, born and raised in France, how's your English? Right. Can can we just hear how impressive this young man was? At 18 years of age, when you look at yourself in these two games, what's the next goals?
4: Um, for me, especially now playing on a four—I uh, mean, that was my first time playing on a 48-minute game. And uh, what I noticed is I, I need to get my, uh, you know, my, my energy up sometimes. Uh, getting used to, you know, playing hard for longer uh, periods of time because I was getting tired uh, playing, you know, nine, ten minutes straight. And yeah, I think that's the primarily thing I got to work on.
2: How tough is it to not get caught up in all the
3: hoopla? People rave about where you are and what you're going to be moving forward. How tough is it for you to concentrate on continuing to improve?
4: Um, it's it's not hard at all because uh, I, I got great people around me, and uh, I don't know. I'm just do- <laughs> you know doing my thing. I don't really care about all the, this uh, this social media stuff or. Of course, I I guess my friends and all sent me
1: some stuff, some posts. To me, that's 18 going on 28. Mm -hmm. He will have no problem with the superstardom treatment that he's going to receive here in this country as the slam dunk first overall pick. So when you combine the 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 off-the-court maturity and character with this, I'm pretty sure he can live up to the hype. But speaking of Mark Jackson, who asked the second question there, Mark said on ESPN last night, this is the most talented 18-year-old. He just said the best. This is the best 18-year-old I have ever seen. And to Jeff Van Gundy's credit, he jumps – wait a second. There was this guy in New York City, Lou Alcindor. Right. Uh, Yeah, but – I, I'm, I'm with him. I, I don't even remember young Lou. He couldn't play when he's a freshman at UCLA because right. they wouldn't let so freshmen wouldn't let him play. play. But
2: here's the thing, Skip, and I understand what, what, what he said. I don't know if he's the best. But he has to be the most talented because Kareem was seven-two. Kareem wasn't shooting three, no. and he wasn't putting it on the no. floor and pulling it up from the mid-range. No. And he definitely wasn't putting it on the floor, no. and getting all the way to the rim. No. He was getting down on the block, left hand, right hand, and throwing the sky hook. And that's not to diminish what he did, but a seven-foot-four, a seven-foot-five no, no. guy
1: skipped. Yeah, by the way, he said earlier in the interview, he said in sock feet when they measure in France, he's seven-three. So if you put the sneaker on, so seven-five. Okay. Yep. So with sneakers, and
2: he, he's not going to play in socks. He's going to no. play with sneakers on. So he's going to be 7'5", and he's pulling up, shooting the ball. So if, when he jumps to shoot the ball, what's he shooting to that? Over 11 feet high in the air? Who's going to
1: block that? Nobody. Let I me. Mean, what, what do you Agreed. do? What do you, what do you do? And then, by the way, there was this kid from Akron. Yeah. Okay, at 18. He was pretty good. He was pretty, he was pretty good. That night at Sacramento, I'm just <laughs> sitting back saying, he scored 25, I believe. Right. Wasn't did, that his first he, game? Yeah. Yep. And he was still, I think he was still he was 18. eighteen. He's still eighteen. He okay. wasn't going to turn nineteen until December. Okay, that was spectacular. That was extraordinary. Right. That was never before seen. Right. But again, the, the what, what Mark is saying—he's seven. LeBron's six nine. But now we're going all the way up yes! here, and we got skill. And LeBron wasn't—he's still not a great shooter. But but again, he wasn't a distance shooter. No. And this kid's already—it it looks pretty good to me. Yes. It works. Yes. And the form is pure. The follow through is pure. I don't see any flaws at all in in any of the the, the teaching part of basketball. Right. He he is textbook. Right.
2: Because I think the thing, is, Skip, is that the way they play over there, there's not a whole lot of extremely talented guys. So you have to play the right way. You pass the ball. You pick. You set good cuts. You mean get... as far as pure? As far, as we, uh, yeah, value. yeah, yeah. I mean they got to. I mean they. Hey. They got a him, and you get a Rudy Gobert, no, you, you get do. a Batum. Yeah. But, I mean,
1: it's not the you, you, influx. You have of... to know how to, to play. play the game. And they really know. In fact, and in many ways, they know how to play better than we know how right. to play.
2: They, they seem to have an easier time adjusting to our game they as do. opposed to us adjusting uh, to their uh, game. Totally so that's agree. why we kind of struggle we, when we go we international as opposed great. to you see Luca come in, and they're like, oh, Luca going to struggle. No, Luka not. No, No, he's not. And I don't believe this – I've never seen anything like this kid. If we, I can agree with this. I don't know if he's the best 18 of this. He's the most hyped since LeBron. And there's a reason why you're going to have seven, eight, nine, ten teams tanking, hoping to get as many ping-pong balls as they possibly can to get a chance at him. And guess what, Skip? He might – well, is he going to live up to the hype? I don't know. But I'm going to see if he's
1: going to live up to the hype on my team. Yeah. So, <laughs> just a few days back, three, four days ago – I knew his name, but right. I, I knew next to nothing right. about him. And all of a sudden, he's on the map, baby. He, he's a household name, right? Yes. i, I skip. I heard it
2: like they talking about. Everybody wants this guy, seven yeah. foot two, right. or from, from yes. France, right? Victor, yada yada yada. I was like, man, come on, some little skinny y'all talking about some seventeen little skinny kid. And then I watched him the other night go drop thirty seven, and then he back followed it up with a thirty six and eleven. I said, yeah, okay, now I see what all, what y'all were yelling from the mountaintop.
1: Okay. Now, for the deciding factor for me and all the years I've studied your sport and that sport, yeah. it still boils down to fire in the belly. Yes. Do you have it or not? Yes. If you don't, nobody's gonna coach it or teach it. Right. You either no, no, have no, you, it you, yeah, or you with that. don't. And I'm talking about the Shaquille O'Neal fire in the belly. Yes. Where Shaq at his most <laughs> dominant, as you well know, <laughs> yeah. I I mean, he is just going to he's going to annihilate yeah. you. It's just – and what was Shaq, Seven one, Seven, one.
2: And – At his prime, he was probably around 325, 330. I don't know if we'll ever see – and Joel Embiid is about that, but Joel can't move like Shaq. No. Shaq could literally run – Shaq was fast. Shaq might be the math most athletic
1: 345-pound guy I in the history of the world. Couldn't shoot a lick, except he did have all the little jump hooks yeah. that he, he had high skill in the paint. Yes. But – couldn't shoot free throws. Obviously, wouldn't even try to shoot a three right. like this kid. So they're night and day in in their approach to basketball. Right. And Shaq was a good shot blocker, but not not the no, way not, this not kid's yet. gonna be. But in the end, Shaq would terrorize yeah. the whole team. It's <laughs> like we can't deal with that. Right. He was unrefereable. Yeah. In his hate, in his prime, yeah. those three years no. when he just. My Spurs, he he would just rag doll Duncan well, and David Robinson. I mean, they would have had they they would
2: not let Shaq play if Shaq can shoot, could do like with this kid at oh, his size.
1: Lord. Well, Come then on. it's over, and then it's not fair <laughs> no. anymore. So, you you so can't what, give him everything. Okay, but what I can't answer, even Joel, Joel's got kind of a mean streak yeah. in him a, in a good way, but I don't know what he's made of because you can't know yet right. until he gets thrown into this but I, but
2: I like how honest he was, Skip. He says, look, I got to get in better conditioning. He said, because playing at these longer stretch, I kind of yeah. got I got tired. So he understands his weakness and what he needs to work on. That's I mean 18 eight, uh, give him a couple of months of just running and just playing basketball. He'll, he'll figure he'll, he'll that he'll, he'll out. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he looks special. He looks to be the real deal. I can't wait to see him play. Like I just eyes. hope he don't go to San Antonio. Well, why not? He's
1: back on the map. Yeah. We deserve it. Y'all That's had the map. Y'all play. had Kawhi. We had y'all the would, whole he, map. Y'all won't treat it right. Y'all didn't but, treat Kawhi right. And we never recovered from it. <laughs> he didn't he, no. he, he fit y'all in the ruins. No, he did. <laughs> But he's saving those two-time best young player
0: over in Europe, gentlemen. He certainly has a bright future. He does. All right, guys, you don't want to miss this one. We have video evidence now. Uh Footage of the Draymond Green punch on Jordan Poole just leaked. Yeah, everybody's going to want to see this. That's on the other side of this break.
3: When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel.
0: New this morning, TMZ releasing the video of Draymond Green punching his Warriors teammate Jordan Poole during practice Wednesday. Draymond, watch right here, walks up to Poole, gets in his face, Poole shoves him off, and then boom, Draymond swings at him. Poole, not injured, did finish practice on Wednesday, and Draymond later apologized for the fight. Shannon, what's your reaction?
2: That's cheap shot by Draymond. I don't know where Pooh's from. I know he went to the University of Michigan, but I can tell he's never been in a whole lot of fights. Because the moment Draymond, because clearly they said they had been going back and forth. Going back and forth, you're over there, I'm over here. Ah, oh, you, forget you, F you. What you gonna do? As long as you're over there, we're fine. I'm not going to let you close the distance on my space. And get right in your face. No, sir. It seems to me the coach knew something was going to happen because he started walking, too. The coach started walking when Draymond started walking, so he knew something was up. Everybody seemed to, I mean, only person that didn't know something was up was Pooh. Bro, you don't let nobody walk up on you like that. The moment Draymond walked up, you should have did to Draymond what Draymond did to you. The moment that man got in your space, you supposed to have slept it. He did shove him. No, damn a shove, Skip. No, 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 no. Because you and you, you in striking distance. Now Mm -hmm. I ain't shoving you because you should have never walked up on me. That's why you never let anybody close the distance in your space, Skip. Mm
1: -hmm. But remember, you're talking about teammates as opposed to rivals. You know, I don't give a Skip opponents at that point in time. You have to. I've been a teammate. You know
2: intention when things are okay. Let me let me let, let me just let this go because I see where this is headed, and I and, and neither one of us wants to go where this is gonna head. So you just shut it down. But the moment he keeps it going, and it seems like Draymond kept it going, you never let anybody get in striking distance of you because you. Ne- I don't know what's in you. I don't know what you're thinking, but I'm telling you what I'm thinking. That's a, that's a bullshit. Excuse me. That's a bull. Oh, that's a that's, yeah. a that's a that's a bull jive move, Draymond. I like Draymond. I really do, Skip. But that's a Bull Jive move, what he did right there, Skip. That's wrong. You don't do that, man. Come on, man. you I mean, he could have seriously injured him. He lucky? He lucky. I mean, he didn't break a jaw. He didn't break anything. But come on, Draymond. Really? We understand you're the gatekeeper. Maybe he's been shown. But I don't care what he's done. Because at the end of the day, Skip, that's a man. Mm. And I respect everybody that comes in my locker room. I respect them. I give them their due respect. I don't talk about their wives. You know, I've, I've seen guys fight. For 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 a thing, Skip. Okay, he's got a girlfriend. The girl once upon a time dated somebody else and did this, and you making fun. No matter what she did before, that's yep. that man's girl now. Can't do you that. better respect it. Yep. Or he'll he'll make you he'll make you respect it. He will. I get all that. Skip, yep. I, I, like I said, you, you've been around it, I've been around it. I seen guys fight. For, for some bull job stuff, mm-hmm. a, a few dollars here or there, somebody said something, somebody said something like, he should have said. Like
1: seen. three days later, you can't even remember what started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no,
2: Dre, Skip, Draymond wrong for this. There's nothing Jordan Poole could have said, could have done. I don't know what he – I mean, I guess he could have said something about Draymond's wife or something about his kids. But in a situation like this, it seems to me Draymond had the sole purpose, I'm going to send this young boy a message. Mm-hmm. And Poole yep. – Lesson learned, never let anybody enter your airspace. Because when you do, they can collide with you. Yeah, Man, this, man this, is, this is bad, Dre. Dre, come on, Dre. Really? Really, Skip? That's a sucker point. That, that, you do something like that on the street. You don't do that to a
1: teammate. So my read of the situation is, obviously the bad blood had been percolating for quite yes, a while. Yes. they have been going That was the culmination of yes. it right there. Jordan Poole had said something. That Draymond had to go think about because he goes and stands over on the side for a second and lets it sink in and he's, he's he's weighing it in his head like did he just say to me what I think he said right and he he ponders it for a second and then he says you know what I'm not going to let him get away with that right so I'm going to go over and to your point that's when Jordan Poole has to read the the, the hey, you got to read room, it the rule. you better read it because he's coming for you yes he's coming to do something to you and here we go and you better be ready and i i don't think jordan Poole's is more than a lover instead of a right. fighter i don't think he wants to fight i don't think he is a fighter i don't think draymond's really a fighter but there's something about the threat of Jordan Poole being the new member of the big three and Draymond on the way down and out.
2: Oh, yeah, because now I'll be the big four. I'll be the big – I'll be outside because it'll, be, <laughs> right. it'll be Clay, Steph, and, 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 and Steph.
1: Yeah. You know, Jordan, Steph, and Clay. Yes. And then what about me? Okay, that was a what about me because Jordan Poole – is the one player on the team who gives it right back to Draymond right. verbally. Right. But I, I obviously don't think he's capable of giving it back physically. Right. So he shoves, and then Draymond cheap shots. Yeah. And yet, the, the punch, I can't tell. It's still a it caught him draining. on the button Yeah. But, but it did not hurt him. We're, we're not talking about, heaven forbid, Kermit Washington on Rudy Tom right. I was there that night. That's a running start where you connect oh, yeah. full force. Yeah, yeah.
2: He, he had a running start. Rudy was running, so they – he, he, he ran right into the punch. Nearly
1: it killed, killed him. him yeah. Nearly killed him.
2: But, Skip, you can tell, like, Draymond at that point in time, because if you're really fighting somebody, the moment you hit him on the chin, you're you going to continue. You're going to he, continue. He it was just, this was a message. Yeah. I'm sending you a message, young boy. I I, I don't know what he do this at. I don't know who. I, I, I don't, Jordan, I, maybe he's never been in a fight. But Possibly. you don't let Skip. You, you yeah. know, Skip, you, look, you've been in arguments. Am and I? we can argue. I, I've argued with teammates all the time. But like I said, hey, don't walk up on me. Because now, all of a sudden, we I'm throwing this teammates, you know what, out the window. Yep. I'm treating you like you in the streets.
1: All I know is I was in a bunch of fights growing up and the only good thing my father ever said to me was, swing first and talk later. That, that, that's okay. it.
2: Oh, the moment I feel tension. Yep. Oh, I'm getting the shot off. Yeah. Now, hey, if you can withstand it, hey, <laughs> we got to go. But that's Skip, that's a bull job move with Draymond mm-hmm. Diggs. I don't care. You don't do that. Like I said, I don't believe Jordan Poole said anything about that man's wife. I don't believe he said anything about that man's kid. I don't believe he said anything about the man's mom. This was something had to do. Basketball-related, maybe Jordan Poole all of a sudden feeling good. He about to come into 30, 40 million. I don't care. I don't care if he about to come into a billion. You not been to big-time me. You not been to do that. I understand that if I'm a rookie, Skip, I got to bring sandwiches. I got to get this. I get all that. But once that's up, that's up.
1: It may have been as simple as, I'm just better than you are. Something maybe there's something like that yes. going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, but, but no, 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 no,
2: no. No, they wrong they wrong for that. And Steph Curry even said that was nothing that warranted what happened, but they get past with Draymond denied Pooh had denied uh Poo attitude to change. So Steph is like, I, I didn't notice his attitude to change. Maybe he's just saying that, but he said there was nothing
1: that Pooh said. Warranted what Draymond did. Yeah. Steve Kerr defended Jordan Poole yeah. by saying he'd read some report that he had been antagonistic. He said, no, 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 no. He said, you got to understand, he's been model citizen all through camp. Right. He, he's been, this young man is made of the right stuff. Yeah. So he, he's not about that. Mm-hmm.
2: Dr- Dr- Skip, I, like I said, I like Draymond. I met him a couple of times, talked to him a couple of times. He's absolutely 1,000% wrong in this situation. You don't do that to a teammate. Like I said, if he disrespected your wife, your girl, or said something about your kids, okay, I get that. But in a situation like this, because the guy is starting to feel good, even if he did, so what? Yeah, I'm the man. I mean, we, we get that. I mean, when we start starting to grow as players. I'm a special teams guy. All of a sudden, I'm starting to, to play offense. Yeah, I, got, I started feeling a little good about myself. But Jordan Poole, let this be a lesson learned, bro. Mm. You don't let anybody in your airspace now.
1: I'm telling you. I don't care who it is. Okay, so where do they go from here? That's the biggest question.
2: Oh me, me and Draymond, where we go? Oh, we fighting every day.
1: Mm-hmm. We gonna fight every.
2: We gonna fight every day, every day till I whip him. He gonna have to whip me every day. Or I'm gonna have to whip him. What do I gotta go? You okay. know, give up you, you see how that video got
1: out? That's forever. Oh, and by the way, how did it get out? Uh, hey, somebody uh, saw it. As we speak, uh, there's an investigation going on hey, behind you know, the scenes, starting from the owner down, saying. Uh, I, I want to, Joe Laker is saying, I need to know who sold that to TMZ. Only a
2: handful of people could have got it. They might find everybody in the video department. They just might. They just might. Because here's the thing. Now everybody looking at Jordan Poole, oh, you blow up at me. You ain't do nothing to Draymond. His girl, oh, oh, you get all huffy with me. Why do not you do that to Draymond? No, nah, nah, no, I'm not finna be no mean. That's mm. a I mean now. You're not finna talk to me. No, so, nah, you're not finna get me like, Nah, hell
1: no. Nah. Jordan Poole. I told you yesterday, Draymond is teetering because as you say production tolerance his production isn't high enough to tolerate that no no so. I, no 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 no
2: no mm-mm, mm-mm. I, man I, i'm i'm jordan pool i feel for you bro but you let that be a lesson like i said let that be a lesson learned man come on draymond you can't do this bro in the streets okay you fighting dude walk up on you okay i get all that me that's one of the reasons why skip you know it's hard to go out man Hard to go out. It's hard to go out. Man. Yeah, hey, yeah. You, you don't look that big. I probably could. I know. Bro, it they ain't that serious you, with me, you, bro. And you cannot win that one. Hey.
3: No.
0: Gentlemen, Most it'll be interesting to see if so. this affects <laughs> the on-the-court <laughs> chemistry. On yeah. The Warriors' next preseason game is this Sunday, Shannon, against your Lakers. Oh, I got to sneak Draymond back. All right, back. speaking of the Lakers <laughs> and chemistry, how's it going for them? Great. Are there problems Good already? Question. Great. We'll explain coming up next. Skip, your Twitter feed is a must during games. You made note of the seating arrangement at the Lakers game last night. You tweeted, quote, Russell Westbrook, who isn't playing, is sitting in street clothes about halfway down the bench. LeBron, AD, and Pat Bev, also not playing, are sitting together in street clothes at the far end of the bench. That says it all. Shannon, let's start with you. What does this seating arrangement say to you?
2: It's the seating arrangement. It don't say nothing.
0: There you go, always trying to instigate bullshit, Skip.
2: You know and I know.
1: I don't know anything. You know and I know.
2: This is what happened, Skip. When Russ first arrived, he, LeBron, and A Day was buddy buddy. They were going to things, they were appearing together. They were. And the moment that all of a sudden that doesn't happen, people all of a sudden think
1: there's, there's a problem in paradise. And then remember his exit interview last year, he took a shot at both of them. Yeah. And and I'm just not sure they're ever going to get over that. No, look, they know the situation didn't work. Everybody knows
2: the situation didn't work. No matter what they say, Russ knows the situation didn't work. AD and LeBron knows the situation didn't work. Laker Nation knows the situation didn't work. The Laker front office knows the situation didn't work. Now, okay, how do we move forward the best way we possibly can? I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm cool. Russ, LeBron, AD seem to sit together. They've been they've been joined at the hip since they arrived. They have. I'll give them that. They've been yep. joined at the hip, you know, and they talk about things. To Russ's credit, every time a timeout, he's up off the bench, he's talking to the young guys. Hey, man, this is what I saw. This is what I think you should do. You do it like this, yada, yada, yada. Got no problem. I like that. I like that about Russ trying to partake wisdom into the young guys. But Skip, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read a whole lot into it. These guys are uh, uh, very very different personality. Russ' personality is probably different than anybody that uh, um, that that LeBron and AD has probably been around. Um, I never thought Russ. And LeBron and A.D. was like LeBron and A.D. I never thought that. I never got that sense. I understand you try to welcome somebody to come here. Hey, welcome somebody to the new job. Hey, how you doing? Let me take you around. Hey, guys. Hey, John, this is this is the new guy on the job. You, you tell him all the things. You know, hey, this is where the cafeteria is. What about? You need anything? Let me get it. I'm just, I'm just welcoming you to the building. That's it. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I welcome all the new guys here. After that, don't call me.
1: <laughs> there you go. I'm going to remind you, it started at Summer League. Russ actually sat on the bench with the kids playing in Summer League. Right. And every time out, he's up in the middle yeah. of the huddle teaching and coaching. Meanwhile, down on the baseline, LeBron is holding court. And most people are going over to pay homage to the king, yeah. as they should. Russ at no point made any effort to walk down to the baseline. What's up? How you doing? How's your summer? You know, that is. <laughs> is over, and I believe it's more on Russ's part than LeBron's. If if, if Russ wants to engage with LeBron, he's not going to cold shoulder him. No. He's not. He's the leader of the team, and he's a good guy, and he's just going to – he would welcome back Russ into the fold if Russ wanted to be back in the fold, but Russ doesn't want to be back. He feels ostracized. He feels like he's an outsider, and they're the insiders on the team, and all that phony baloney that – Pat Bev was spewing when he first walked in the door. <laughs> My best friend on the team has become Russ. And hey, where's just, Pat Bev at? Where, where was he? <laughs> Next to LeBron. You know and what? AD. He's in the clique, man, because he should be in the click. because... LeBron and A.D. respect him as a basketball player. Right. I don't care. I know he and LeBron have gone at it and back yeah. and forth, but, but LeBron knows he can play. He can make plays, and he can irritate the hell out yeah. of the, the opposition. And as you said from the start, Pat Bev is the classic example of the guy. You want on your team, but you hate him if you he's not him in on the other than. team. Okay. Yep. I, I get that. But I was a little stunned. Pat Bev is is in the, quote-unquote, big three. He's down right. there with those guys. I think Russ was sitting next to Kendrick 59. Nunn, but, but he's back for the first – he's a newbie, too. He's, right. he's like, right. I, I don't know what's going on. He wasn't around the team at all. I never saw him. I didn't even know what he looked like. I right. mean, I knew him from Miami, but, right. but I never saw his face with the la- – I still don't know what was wrong with him, but he missed the whole year. Well, it's right right now because he's been looks, balling. He looks real he been right. Okay? But – for, for Pat Bev to say, my best friend on the team is Russell Westbrook, th- th- that's not happening because Russ won't stand for it. Pat Bev's got no issue with Russ because he was the guy initiating on right. Russ. Right. But Russ knows deep down, he cost me maybe a, a year or two on the backside of my career with that you're, cheap you're, you're, shot that caused me right. to have a very serious knee. It was just a cartilage, but but it tore all the way through. It right. was a bad cartilage tear. Yep. So the, the point is that... Right now, Russell Westbrook has one friend on the team, and it's the new coach who keeps saying, we love Russ because he was, uh, upon being hired, he was mandated by Jeannie Buss. You fix this. So he is going out of his way early on, to pump up Russ, to prop him back up, to make him feel wanted, to make him feel loved, mm-hmm. and hope that he can make this work as best it can work. I think Russ
2: run true friend is Russ. Um, I, I think yeah, Dar- I
1: think, I think, Dar- I, think
2: Dar- I think Darvin Ham is doing what he has to do to try to make this thing work. But I don't think he's going to be afraid if it's not working to have Russ come off the bench or not play Russ in the fourth quarter. And that's going to be the telltale. We'll see how how long Russ. Closes ball games. I believe he starts the season in the starting lineup, but how long before he's not in okay. the starting line? The, uh, the closing lineup. All that's right. what's going to be. That's going to be the telltale.
1: Okay. And I still say there's a new pecking order emerging at that position, and it might have Pat Bev near the top, if not at the top. And Austin Reeves is up yeah, in there I, now. Yeah, I think I think
2: uh, Austin I, Skip. I think Austin Reeves, Kendrick Nunn, and Pat Bev is going to be a big part of that closing lineup. And,
1: and listen. Dennis Schroeder, I know you had issues with him in the end in L.A., but he can play, man. Yeah. I mean, he's still cat quick. He, he can make plays. I think LeBron actually did like him. Dennis, He nicknamed yeah. him Dennis the Menace, mm-hmm. and he can be menacing. So he's he, he, he will find his place in this rotation. I, I'm right. not saying he's a starter. He's just going to come in. And and he's going to take some of Russ's minutes. Right. I don't care. We just named four guys.
2: Yeah, well, somebody – I mean, everybody can't play 35, 40 no, minutes. So, no. you got Austin Reeves, you got Kendrick Nunn, you got Russ, and you got Pat Bell. Hey. And we didn't mention Scottie Pippen Jr. and some of these other guys that you I, probably want to get you. a couple of minutes too. Vanderbilt University, I watched him a lot.
1: Trust me, he can play. He can make plays. He was making plays at the end of the game. He will find his way somehow into this rotation because LeBron will like him High basketball IQ and he's gutsy and he because it's you know he's a chip off the block. It's one of those classic cases. You had your big brother. Mm-hmm. He, he, his dad was right. pretty good. Yeah. So so his attitude on the floor is, I'm I'm junior. You know, right. like mm-hmm. I can't. He's he's about half of his <laughs> yeah. father's size.
2: Yeah, I think Scotty's six seven. I think he yeah. was like six four.
1: What th- this kid? Yeah, no, him, he's not no, that tall. No. Six, three. Like maybe I'd give him six two. Maybe oh, okay. seriously, yeah. but he's. Pure. He's just a point guard who can score it, right? And and distribute it. He he's got, he's got flair to him. But but the point is, he'll be in there. All of a sudden, I I don't envy Darvin Ham because he's going to be sitting there with his brain going a thousand miles an hour during the real games, right? Because how do you juggle the minutes?
2: Hey, you earn your minutes. You get whatever minutes you get. You're going to earn those minutes, and then you just keep that pressure on them. You're not guaranteed a. I ain't guaranteed. There's two guys that's guaranteed minutes. That's AD and LeBron. Yep. Everybody else, you got to fight for those.
1: Okay. So, I still say the best point guard, like, times 10 on this team is LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron, yeah. He just is. Yeah. He's the best passer right. in basketball to this moment. I-, I would want the ball mostly in his hands. Yes. He tried to defer to Russ. they do the hike on mm-hmm. the opening tip where he'd try to-, to sort of bless him a little bit. Like, you're the guy. You right. dribble the ball up the floor. Austin Reeves can handle it. Yeah. Pat yep. Bev can handle it. Yep. All of a sudden, Schroeder can handle Kendrick it. Nunn can Kendrick handle Nunn can handle it. Scottie Pippen Jr. can handle it. Right. All of a sudden, Russ's minutes are going down, down, down because he's he's just he is I, unproductive.
2: I think the thing, you'll Skip, is that you want the ball. I'd rather have the ball in LeBron hands late as opposed sure. to early. So let's not let's try to get. I, I think Darvin Hamm is going to try to get him off the ball early, Skip not to wear him out. Yeah. And then, so because, Skip, we saw a lot last year that he started to wear down yeah. because he had had the ball and had to do so much early. So, let hey, let Kendrick Nunn, let Pat Bell, let Schroeder, let Russ handle the ball early, but come like the fourth quarter, the final eight minutes of the ball game, the ball probably is probably be exclusively in
1: LeBron's hand. Yeah, because by the end of the year last year, and I think you were with me on this, I'm saying, what is Russ's position? Because... As a point guard, he's a disaster because he's a he, turnover machine yeah. and he can't shoot. So what? What exactly is he? And they kept saying, "Well, we put him in the dunker position down on the baseline." Well, well, then you're just hiding him.
2: Well, you try to, and I yeah. think the thing is, Skip. Last year, what happened? They couldn't get stops when they needed to get stops. Wow. And so now, Schroeder can play defense. Yeah. You know, Pat Baer is an irritant. He is. Kendrick Nunn is not the not the defensive guy, but he's a catch and shoot. He can pick and roll. He can shoot the open three. He can get to the rim. And Austin Reeves will fight you on Auster, defense. Austin Reeves gonna play defense, so you yeah. can't. You you gotta have, at some point in time, you trying to come back, you gotta play
1: sound defense. Russ is on the outside looking in. That case I'm terribly Ooh, disappointed. I don't ahead. think you are disappointed.
2: We'll see how it goes.
0: It's going to be interesting to see how they manage this, guys. A lot of strong personalities on that Lakers squad. That's for LeBron, sure. LeBron, you happy? AD, you happy?
2: Okay, let's go play basketball. All
0: mm. right. Micah Parsons or Aaron Donald, gentlemen? Mm, Who's going to have a bigger yes, impact on this it. Sunday matchup? I know you can't <laughs> wait to dive in. That's next on Undisputed. Undisputed. Boys rams matchup features two of the best defensive players in football right now. Micah Parsons and Aaron Donald. Micah Parsons tied for sixth in sacks this season, while Donald is graded as the league's fifth best defensive lineman. Shannon, out of these two, who's going to have the better game?
2: I think Micah, because he has the decided advantage of going against a weaker offensive line. The Cowboys' offensive line has been a slightly better than I thought it would be, especially with the rookie. He's played really well. He's got a couple of holding penalties, but he hasn't been bad. He's learning on the job. I mean, that's a tough way to learn in the NFL, to make a living skill, to learn on the job. There are no tutorials. Yeah. I get Jason Peters was talking to him, and I'm sure uh, uh, Tyron Smith was talking to him. But ain't no talking to Once you get out there and them guys start dipping and, uh, and bullying, and all of a sudden they dip on you, and you speed the power to speed and speed the power, it's yep. not easy.
1: He's a keeper. He, he's a keeper. Yep.
2: I would like to see Aaron Donald with the Cowboys surrounding the Cats going up against the Rams offensive line. Mm. He'd probably break DT's record. You think so? Yeah, I probably he probably would. I think Michael has the better day, although it's probably, gonna, uh, probably his teammates are going to have the better day because what we've seen over the last two games, teams have made a concerted effort to not let Michael Parsons beat them. We're going to double you. We're going to chip you every chance we get. And now you've seen D-Law eat. You see Dorrance Armstrong eating. You see all these other guys that were normally like, well, damn. Now I'm saying you, now you're like, okay, I see why they paid Armstrong. Mm-hmm. I see why they gave D-Law his $10 million and, to keep him. Because- no, even Dante
1: Fowler has been – he Don- flashes. Yes, yes,
2: consider the only one that gave him a million dollars to come there. Yep. So for me, Skip, no one outside of Aaron Donald – Leonard Floyd, Skip, had zero sacks mm. and three quarterback hits. That's not good enough for a guy making $15 million. Uh, Greg, Gaines hadn't been, Greg Gaines came on really good last year. Sean Robinson played really well last year. Right now, these guys are not getting it done. Mm. They need to beat one-on-one. So now, all of a sudden, teams can, start, can focus on them a little bit, and, 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 and 99 can get single coverage. Cause right now all the all the the odds are going on ninety nine and no one's no one else is winning on a consistent basis. But I think Michael has a better game, might not only be a sack, but I still would take Aaron Donald right now.
1: Overall. Overall, yes. Is it possible that ninety nine is missing Von Miller? Oh yeah, for sure. For like- sure. Like Von Miller helped make 99's year last year.
2: Well, I, I think the thing is that we both can agree on when they were when he was getting to protection. You see his numbers shoot up again once Von got there. Once Von got there, because on that turf we know what Von Miller is, and all of a sudden you double you double him, and then Von start eating. Okay, now we let slide the protection to a uh, uh, 40, and then you see Ad gets one on one, and nobody's blocking him
1: one on one. Okay. I'm about to tell you why I would take 11 from heaven, Micah Parsons, my oh Micah Parsons. I'll take him short-term and long-term. I'll take him Sunday, and I'll take him forever over 99, Aaron Donald, whom you call, what, the second-greatest defensive player? Uh, he's, top, he's in my top five right now. Okay. Here's the problem. Let's let's do big picture first. What have I seen from Aaron Donald? He has played my Dallas Cowboys five times, four in the regular season, one in the postseason. He has played 262 snaps against my Dallas Cowboys. Would you believe in 262 snaps? Aaron Donald, Aaron Bleepen Donald has one sack in 262 snaps against my Cowboys. Mm-hmm. One sack? It's A little bit of a dependent position that he plays because he's on the interior. Reggie White was on the interior, though he moved to the exterior. He moved all around. And he was hard to deal with because he would line up at all four positions, Mm -hmm. if in fact they were playing four, Mm -hmm. in the D-line. And yet Aaron Donald, you talk about my offensive line, my left guard I'm pretty sure is going to be Connor McGovern. And I think he's just average at best. Yeah. My center is Tyler Biotish, and I think he's below average at best. I think he might be the weakest link in the line. He is the weakest link in the offensive line. You can line Aaron Donald up play after play between those two, and I think they're going to have a hard time dealing with his bull rushes, like one-on-two bull rushes. So don't tell me that those two guys – are Pro Bowl, All Pro. No, in, but, any-
2: but you but you're talking about two against one, Skip. Yeah, he's going to probably shade Connor Mcgovern. He's trying. He don't want to be in the gap between McGovern and Beattis. He wants to be on the, uh, the upfield shoulder of of, of McGovern. Okay. So that way, I can't. But they're going to slide the protection, and they do a great job of moving him, Skip. He'll be at the left defensive end. He'll be at left, left DT, right DT, right defensive end. Uh, 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 they've done a great job of moving him. But I don't care where he is, we're going to slide the protection to him. Okay. So if he lines up, we're going we're gonna to live, or so we're going to rip it. Whatever right.
1: the case is, I Aaron it. Donald is going to be accounted for by two people. Okay. I believe Aaron Donald is a great, an all-time great anchor of a defensive line because he literally anchors the middle of it where he does draw two, mm-hmm. and it's hard to run against him because he eats space. It's like Vita Vea almost where where he's just <laughs> massive and strong and Aaron Dahl's not exactly massive he just no, he incredibly strong and powerful he he is is not explosive as in quick explosive he's just explosive in pure power like it's just from god it's it's like he, it's that, not even weight room strength it's just natural strength oh no he, he, strength. he yeah yes
2: yeah, skip He's weight room strong no, too. he but, probably but i, I probably got
1: been. it but but it's like he was born strong
2: too. he, he was, but see when you look at him skip you don't see Reggie. Reggie's 6'4, 280, oh. uh, 285 pounds. He was wide. No gloves, just yep. tape on his wrist. I mean, he was just, just sure a force of nature. And he, I mean, he was just taking 300 pounds offensive linemen and setting them on their butt. He mm-hmm. was he was a humping them and just set yep. them down. Yep. AD is his hands, A.D. is like a wide receiver. His hand speed, he's wax on Mr. Miyagi, wax yep. on, wax off, and he's bending the edge. But. I'm not gonna let him beat me, Skip. I'm not. Why? Why would I let him go one on one with Colin? Why would I do that? You just told me Conor McGovern is average at best. Why would I let him go one on one with Aaron Donald?
1: Well, you can't,
2: or you'll, <laughs> you you won't live exactly. to tell.
1: Yes, he'll, he'll right? knock Cooper Rush out of the ball game. Okay, but he can sort of maneuver yeah. along the line of scrimmage among those two guys, Biotish and McGovern. Right, he should have a lot of advantage. Either way, wherever you want to go, you want to just nose what, him up on the center? What
2: I, you know, what I would do, and they probably do this, they'll probably mug it a lot. So they will walk one of the backers up to make the center account for him. And then at the snap of the ball, pull out. Therefore, I'm one-on-one with okay. Biotis. All right. That's,
4: that's,
2: that's, that's what I would do. Or if you try to get one-on-one, maybe with the rookie, you might see him, you know, work on the
1: rookie a little bit. All right. Micah Parsons, as we both agree, is so special because he is so explosive in quickness and power off the line of scrimmage. He is so sudden to the quarterback. Mm -hmm. He is more sudden to me than Aaron Donald is. He is more of a pure edge rusher. They're still taking him off the edge too much for me. But (laughs) again, Aaron Donald can stop the run. Micah, so far, that's not his forte. And he did get pulled the other day for the first and second down when they were fearful that Washington would just run. Because remember, Washington had 142 yards rushing. Don't make no money stopping the run. Okay. What, what is the way to negate a pass rush? Well, the, the very ball. best way, you just run it right down yeah. their throat. You run at them where, where they have to pause right. to, to play the run. Yeah. Okay? If they obviously, if you give Mike, if you just lick chops, go. It's third and seven. Well, again, he, oh yeah, yeah. He, he is going to get past two. I people. need to,
2: I need to make him think about something other than the quarterback. I need to make him think about the running back skill. I need yeah. him to worry about that uh, offensive tackle coming firing out on him and driving him down the field. If all he's thinking about is Matthew Stafford, oh, it's going
1: to be a long day for your tackles. It's going to be a long, long day. I just believe over time, long time, career time. Micah will be s- just slightly more valuable than Aaron Donald as a sack master, as a sack artist, as a sacker and tormentor of the quarterback off the edge where you can obviously do quicker damage than if, from the interior. There's not
2: been a whole lot of defensive tackles to register 100 career I, sacks. I
1: got it. If That's I'm not impressive. Mistaken, it, I give it, you it that. It might
2: be only Johnny Randall. Yeah. And Johnny, moved, uh, Johnny came in with me in 1990. Yeah. He was an undraft, undrafted free agent, Skip. He came, and so, but later in his career, when he went to Seattle, Skip, they bumped him to the defensive end. Mm-hmm. So, but for the lion's share of his career, he was a D tackle. I think, uh, I think Warren Sapp, he has like 96. The mere fact that Aaron Donald has a triple-digit sacks in under 10 years speaks volume. There been a lot of guys, edge guys, that got 100-plus sacks. I mean, a lot of them, from straight hand to, to LT to DT to a lot of those guys. But it's been very few DTs to get 100 sacks. And he has that, 100 sacks.
1: Okay, and Johnny Randall, and who else did you mention? Uh, Warren Sapp. They had slither to him. They they could slither up. They they, they could sort of make themselves small. Mm -hmm. Aaron Donald doesn't make himself small. He just comes. Yeah, he's getting that gap. But see,
2: uh, uh, AD99 reminds me more of Johnny Randall because of the hands. And and Now, he didn't talk. I mean, Johnny, uh, I don't know how Johnny had that kind of injury because all he did was talk. I mean, he talked the whole guy, but he was cutting butt while he was talking mm-hmm. the whole while. But Skip, I, I don't think so. I, I, I think I think Michael Parks is gonna have an unbelievable career. But I don't think I, I think you need to really sit back and realize like when you think about it, like, man, the man has been in the league for eight years, nine years now, and he's been a seven-time first team all pro, three defensive players of the year, mm.
1: You're gonna take a team to two
2: Super Bowls.
1: Yep. And he ain't done. Opening night, I saw 11 from heaven get the GOAT twice. Next game. Oh, you, saw, you saw it? You mm-hmm. saw what
2: Aaron, You saw what A.D. did to him in Tampa mm-hmm. yeah. in the divisional round of the playoffs? You saw what he did? Because I told him. You was up there talking. Oh. oh, I don't know. I haven't seen Aaron Donald. He doesn't flash. Did
1: he flash for you? I saw Tom Brady score 24 unanswered against Aaron Donald's defense. I don't
2: know how they did it, but they did it. Because uh, you saw the offense turn the ball over four times. I, I, and then come Super Bowl. Why did you? Who cl- who shut the lights out of the building? Who cut the lights
1: out? Who cut the power out of the building? It, it had to be the worst offensive line that ever made it to the Super Bowl because that, that, that offensive it, it, line had allowed 51 sacks, by far the most in, during the regular season, and 19 it had allowed through the postseason. It's impossible. I don't know how Joe is still with us. That's what Seriously. They call
2: it. The yeah. Bill Addiction. Okay. Aaron, the Bill Addiction dog. He just missed the Super Bowl. It was time to go home. Yeah. He got him on the last play. <laughs> yeah. He got him on the a couple play.
1: of
2: plays. All, all of them
1: replaced. What, what, all
2: of them replaced. What about what about on the third down? <laughs> Block with one hand. He
1: grabbed Joe Mixon. They kept. Did.
2: Where you where you going? He, he can you do move, that. You, I you give you that.
1: Move, get your butt back I over here. You, I give you that. Micah can't do that. But Micah can bring lightning to the quarterback. He okay. can terrorize because he it, it, it's like. He's on you. Yeah. And he got Burrow twice. And I mean, we got it twice. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he'll get Matthew Stafford a couple of times.
2: And, and – and- A.D. could have easily been played uh, uh, MVP of the Super Bowl after those two. Because you remember that sack right before the half? Yeah. Uh, uh, Matthew Stafford turned it over. He got a
1: sack right before the half,
2: and then he got a sack, got another sack, and then he closed the place, the third
1: down. Uh, He blocked the man one Maybe he'll wreck the game on Sunday, 425 (laughs) Eastern on Fox, but (laughs) I'm I'm looking at this stat. 262 snaps he's had against my Dallas Cowboys, and he's had one sack. One sack?
2: guess what i'll take micah and give me what? micah guess what i mean aaron donald normally in the playoffs i mean mm. he'd have more snaps than that if you were in the playoffs mm. he would be, if you were in the playoffs where he could see you he would have
1: more snaps and more chances at, snap, okay. at sacks five games worth one sack
2: how many times have the cowboys beat the rams huh. since you love stats over there yeah tell the people at home how many times you beat him this many yep yeah. This meaning. remember that when they had y'all had them down like fourteen on yeah. that Sunday, well, and it's going like drop the ham on you right. Yeah, quick. but a
1: couple of years ago, some ref didn't like the call. Oh, not a ref, not a ref. Didn't Michael like Gallup gets called for pushing <laughs> off on a pass from Dak Prescott that should have set up a tie game. You remember that? You remember that uh, playoff game that came out here to Coliseum? Do I? And they ran for like three hundred on you. Yeah, unfortunately, I do. Okay. And that may happen this Sunday also. <laughs> i thanks, so. uh.
0: Guys, there are two teams in the NFL where their defenses haven't given up more than 20 points yet this season, the 49ers and Skip's Cowboys. We'll See, leave it at hope that. that holds. Up next, do we agree with Tom Brady's take about the current state of the NFL? We Skip Shot and you. Shannon dive into that one I when agree. we come back. Mm-hmm. nfl tom brady and the bucks play the falcons at home sunday on fox both teams 500 to start the season when brady was asked about 15 teams having a two and two record through the week four of the nfl he said quote i think there's a lot of bad football from what i watch i watch a lot of bad football poor quality of football that's what i see Ooh, shannon are you surprised Brady went here and said this?
2: No, because he playing some of that bad football. Uh, yeah, I hope, I hope he's watching tape of himself. Funny. You got no, jokes. Ain't no jokes. It's, mm. a, real, it's a real deal. Mm. For the longest time, Tom Brady's been able to, uh, you know, be up high and look down low. Mm. But guess what now? All of a sudden, he and that group that's playing bad football. Mm. Yep, sure mm. is, Skip Bayless. Mm. As much as you don't want to admit it, the numbers say Tom Brady is playing bad football. Mm. I don't need the numbers. I watch the games. Numbers lie sometimes. Mm. What your eyes tell you? Mm. <laughs> what the facts tell you? The facts tell me he playing some bad football right really? now. Look, I think there's—look, I'm not breaking any news. I think some of the issues that Tom is dealing with in his personal life has crept into his, 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 his uh, professional life, and it's impacted him. I'm not saying that he's never had to deal with issues before, but he's never had to deal with issues like this before— Publicly, Mm. and there's one thing dealing with something private. Skip. That's why they always ask when you when people are going through something. What they ask you, I ask that you let me and my family have this time to deal with this privately. Tom Brady didn't have that luxury or hadn't gotten that luxury because what has happened is that's kind of played out in the public, in the public space. Mm-hmm. So he's been dealing with that. But Tom hasn't been good. Yeah, there's bad football. There's bad football every year. It's not earth-shattering news. I just think the thing, Skip, normally we have three or four teams that's still 4-0, 5-0. Right mm-hmm. now we only have one team. And I think that might be the fewest team that's ever been, what, 4-0 and at this late in the season I can't remember the last time there's only one team that's an un- that's undefeated at this point in time so early in the season. Normally we have three or four teams that are three and o, four and o, five and o, and all of a sudden we only have one team. But Tom is right. There is some bad football being played.
1: Unfortunately for him, he's playing some of it. Mmm, funny. <laughs>
2: Ain't nobody. It's
1: true. Number one, I was shocked that my man Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Blurted this out Mm-mm. because it's not like him yeah, see, to speak like this. You see, he got got him out of character. He, he's usually all shucks, G. Yeah, whiz, he button but up. He's Belichickian. he's not mm-hmm. going to give you anything in any kind of midweek media session. Yes. I'm sure what's happening off the field bothers him. I still don't believe it distracts him or affects him at all on the field. That's just me because he's been dealing with life his whole career. Nah, not, not
2: to this magnitude,
1: no. Skip. Okay, I, I still don't believe it because football has always been number one to him, and I think when it's time to focus on football, nobody can focus any better than he can focus. So
2: what What was that adage? Happy wife, happy life. That's mm. a lie?
1: Mm. I'm going to leave that be for now, and I'm going to stay on the field because he's had reasons to be at least as unhappy on the field as off the field because it's been a rough start for him. And by the way, an opening schedule at Dallas – then your nemesis, your your kryptonite, New Orleans in New Orleans, they're not very good. And then Green Bay at home, Green Bay's pretty you got good. Little,
2: you, you ain't got no respect We're for Aaron Rodgers.
1: And then Kansas City at home, yeah, that that's Murder's Row to start oh, the but, but year. Remember, that's a tough schedule. You remember what
2: they did to talk, you? what they did to him in the Super Bowl? Yeah. You remember what they did to, to Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field? His coach wouldn't even let him go for it on fourth and eight.
1: And if it comes to that, this postseason, that will happen again and again to Aaron Rodgers and. Patrick Mahomes, book it. Yeah, he don't don't want to see my homeboy no more. All right, but what happened against New Orleans? Would you believe that the game-high targets were thrown by Tampa's quarterback to somebody named Scotty Miller? Little Scotty Miller had eight targets in that game because Brady was down to Little Scotty as his go-to guy at receiver. A Little Scotty who a lot of people thought was on the bubble to even make the team in training camp Mm -hmm. this year. And then Green Bay comes a calling to, to Tampa Bay. And what happens? 13 balls get thrown to Russell Gage, your new slot receiver. They have to split him out and throw him 13 balls. He's your go-to receiver because, to your credit, you said, wait a second, will Julio, how long will he stay upright? Well, he's not upright anymore. I don't know what's happened. He's got this, and then he's got that, and then he's yeah. got this, and he's not available, right? Yeah. And there was no Mike Evans that game because he got suspended yeah, for that to game. Yeah, thanks Tom. Right? Okay. Tom, thank right. you for okay. getting Mike you, you Evans suspended. You make that case. And then here comes Kansas City. And all Tom Brady did, because Kansas City was running for 189 yards on that impenetrable Tampa Bay run defense, 189 yards rushing. They controlled the clock 39 minutes to 21 for Tom Brady. In just 21 minutes, he throws for 385, three touchdowns and no interceptions. And he's playing bad football. I think not. Well, see, I love how you went to huh. one game. Well, huh. what did he do
2: against Dallas? How many yards did he throw for against the Cowboys? How many yards okay. did he throw for against the Saints? Okay, look, many look, yards look did he...
1: what Dallas has done every game. Okay, okay. But how many yards did he throw for against the uh, the Saints? They've had his number. He in the two, last two home games against the Saints, he scored a grand total of three points, hadn't even scored a touchdown. Hold on, didn't,
2: didn't hold up. How, What did he do, what did he do against the Packers? You keep telling me what he did. Now you telling me what he did and a loss. You tell him he threw for 385. But you do realize that when Patrick Mahomes was scoring all those points, they kicked the ball off to Tom Brady. Mm. And when what happens, the reason why you don't possess the ball for any length of time, when you don't run it, you go incomplete, incomplete. That takes a minute. You're off the field. Mm. Mahomes' boy gets how back on it. do you the
1: go incomplete, incomplete and
2: throw for 385. In the first half. So, how many points? So, what did he do in the first half? How many yards did he have in the first half? I, oh, I didn't oh, break it down. Okay, well, I will would, would break it down for you. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady had three touchdowns. And 267 of his 285 Mm -hmm. when they they were at least Three scores behind. Mm. He never th- he threw four passes. Tom Brady, of all those passes he threw, he only threw four when there was a one-possession
1: game. He, he's the comeback king. There's never been anything like that. Why him you gotta before. come back? He scored 24 unanswered in a playoff game against the soon-to-be champion Rams. I just ask you a question, Why would you need to come back? He, he brought it all the way back to a tie game against it, the Rams. He did that. He's know, done it repeatedly. His first six Super Bowls, he won with fourth quarter you, game-winning no, drives and the, over. No, 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 no. We're not talking about... He, he got those. Those are done. Yeah. We're talking about right now.
2: We're talking about some of that bad football. Because cause you mentioned that. You said, I, Tom, this is not like Tom. Mm. So, obviously... Something is going on where he feels that he needs to say there's bad football being played. Every time he comes off the field, he's yelling and slinging snot and breaking tablets and everything. How, how, Come on,
1: guys. How can you not be playing bad football when you're down to your third string left tackle, blindside protect? Third string. Oh, look, how can you not be playing bad football when you're starting a rookie at left guard? How can you not be playing bad football when your center is playing – his third, fourth, and now fifth I was games told, at center in his life.
2: I was told nobody does more with less than that's Thomas Patrick. Yeah, that's a fact. Do more then.
4: Yeah.
2: I do more. Now, he needs, in other words, he needs more because he's less. What mm. I've been
1: telling you all along. You've been trying to tell me he's less for six straight years, and he, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., has made you eat those words six straight years. What did he do? You've been trying to send what, him home. What, what
2: did he do? He went and joined Mike Evans, who, with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. When he got there, Chris Godwin was the number one rated receiver pro football focus. Both guys had just come out pro bowl They season. were
1: seven and nine. And what, and what did Devin White say? They
2: were Devin, the What did Devin White say? If, if Jameis doesn't turn the ball over 30-plus 30 times, We'll play our team with Jameis. Da-da! So mm. don't, don't pretend like... So in other words, he made Chris Godwin. Mm. In other words, he made Mike Evans. Mm. Is that what you're telling me? I want to hear you say it out your mouth. Mm. I didn't think so. All
1: I know is that <laughs> last year, the players in this league, the peers, his peers voted him the best player in pro football. Skip, I can't And you hope. wanted to send him home? Skip. Pro Football Focus graded him the number one quarterback in the regular the season. The Rams after. sent him home. Wow.
2: I didn't send him home. The Rams sent him home. They didn't the send number... him home. Yes, they they sent the defense No, no, of of they sent him home. Yeah. Guess what? That's what happened. There's Call a team. So guess what? They, the defense did go home, and Tom Brady kept playing. He went
1: home with him. It was 27 all, and Cooper Cup was running a decoy route, and they blow a blitz. And Matt Stafford said, "Seriously, I'll take that." So, so what about those? What about those four turnovers that the defense gave him? They did. Okay. Yeah. But he, but he was cashing, man. Oh, oh, cashing. You... I, I watched Russell Wilson last night go 0 for 4 in the red zone. I watched Brady cash every turnover. And guess what? He got him. It got him tied. He got him tied. Got him going it home. Got him 27 Got him going all. home.
2: Okay, what did he do with my homeboy? What did he do with my homeboy?
1: He beat him in the Super Bowl. What you uh, mean? Yeah. He well,
2: beat him in the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. Oh, he was a baby. Like you tell me, he was a baby Ooh. in the AFC Championship game. We got, hey, he he beat the defense. Yep. He didn't beat Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes wasn't on the field when he scored that mm. game when it touched down. Patrick Mahomes did what he's supposed to do mm. if it wasn't for that pathetic
1: defense. Mm. He did go on in this same interview yesterday to say we can look at the film and understand why we were so bad. You turn the ball over, you get behind, you don't play well whoa, on third whoa, whoa, down, whoa, whoa, whoa. you don't score points in the red area. Whoa. It's all the same stuff. Said Tom Brady. Time out! Time out! Time out! Time out! Who turned the ball over? He Little did. boy, that
2: didn't fumble. No, he.
3: No, did. Not,
1: that's what I need him to say.
2: Yeah. Oh, third down. Who throwing the ball on third down who's the quarterback on third down? do they got a different quarterback on third down than they on first first two downs i didn't think so another make a long story short tom brady said yeah they playing bad football Mm. and guys what he should have said there's been a lot of bad football and unfortunately Mm. right now i'm playing some of it
1: no that's why why
2: he's screaming and ranting and carrying on every time he turned around
1: he's throwing tablets he threw for 385 and he's playing bad football.
2: hold on timeout. how many yards did he throw for against dallas Huh. How many yards did he throw for against
1: the uh, Saints? He How many him. yards did he throw for against Green Bay? He beat them. Oh. You won the first two games, and those are tough games. Uh, what about Green Bay? At Dallas, Green Bay, at Green, New Orleans? Green
2: Bay scored 14 points. Did you know uh, 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 Billy Zappi? Mm. Billy Zappi scored more points on the road in Lambeau than Tom Brady scored at home in Raymond James. Bailey. Bailey Zappy, I keep why I keep calling that man Billy? He's, he's a Billy
1: to everybody. Bailey, else. That's okay. Bailey, Bailey Zappy. <laughs>
2: yeah. You mean to tell me Bailey Zappy, a rookie, a guy that went to he went to some little junior cup, Houston Baptist? He did go to Houston Baptist Houston for three Baptist. years. For he three years, he went there. years. Yeah. and he went on the road at Lambo yeah. and scored more points in Lambo than Tom Brady did at home. Unrecruited out of Victoria, Texas. And there you go. Yeah. And, and that's the the bad football he's talking about. Yep. He playing it.
1: Don't bet against him. I'm not betting against He's I'll, still there. I'm talking about right now. Oh. Hey, look. You, you better gloat while you can gloat I, 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 because it's about to change. I'm not gloating, Skip. I'm yeah. just speaking the facts. Okay. He's playing he some speaking bad. the facts Is an elder statesman <laughs> who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer and is going to even rise above your monument in the Pro Football Who? Hall of Fame, Brady's. Uh, it will be that's... the bust. I might let him in. I might lock the Guys, door, and Keep. We him gotta out. go. You gotta lock the door on him.
0: We're out of time. Let me say this though. Over his career, Tom Brady is 10 and 0 against the Atlanta Falcons. We make it 11 and 0 this Sunday? We'll find out. Are you to come over here. All right, to we gotta talk some Rams and Cowboys, exactly. gentlemen. Who's gonna come out on top on Sunday? We have the Ram Bastor, oh, Eric Dickerson, the joining the club. He's gonna his show thoughts. his face. Stick around. We're back in just Ooh. a moment. The Cowboys are five-and-a-half-point underdogs. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook this weekend. Dallas heads to L.A. to take on those reigning champ Rams on Sunday. Cooper Rush looking to lead Dallas to his fourth straight win as a starter. Meanwhile, the Rams looking to bounce back from that 24-9 Monday night loss to the 49ers. We welcome in our friend Fox Sports NFL analyst and the official Ram Ambassador Eric Dickerson <laughs> to the show. Skip, I know you are chopping at the
1: bit, so go ahead. Ram Ambassador, welcome back, my man. I realize at this moment you don't relish talking about your Rams. So let's start out talking about those three and one back from the dead Dallas Cowboys. Question of the moment is from Shannon's side of the table who is, what is, why is Cooper Rush? So I ask you, Mr. Ram scale of one to 10. How much do you fear Cooper Rush this Sunday at SoFi?
4: Well, Skip, you know, know, one thing, I'm I'm always 100% honest. Uh, I feared a lot. lot. I think that's been the problem. I I thought that would be the problem coming to the season on offensive line. I didn't think we had stability there. I didn't think they played enough in the preseason. Um, You know, losing Woodworth was was a big loss, but uh, they're just not playing good. And and there's a lot of, you know, shuffling heads in in that that offensive line area, and y'all have a great rush. I mean, a great rush. I mean, you got Michael Parsons who is, you know, could be the next Lawrence Taylor. You know, I don't want to say that too loud, but you know, he plays like that. You got DeMar, you know, DeMarcus Lawrence in there. And y'all, y'all got Dante Fowler in there. Y'all, y'all got, a, y'all got a rush that I got to say that. Am I worried about? Most definitely I'm worried about it. If we can just hold up, I don't know how we're going to do it, but I, you know, like I can say, yes, I'm very much worried about that defensive front y'all have. and, 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 And it could be a problem, you know, for a Sunday.
1: Okay, but you avoided the Cooper Rush question. How (laughs) surprised are you about his performance through his first four games?
4: Uh, The quarterback, Cooper Rush, I I think that I'm very surprised, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't know how surprised you are, because, I mean, I didn't know who he was. And, um, you know, he's played good football. I mean, very good football. He's, He's given the Dallas Cowboys three wins in a row. and. You know, you want that from your backup quarterback. You know, you kind of wait and see, let's see it. If he can just get us three games, if he can just get us two games. And But the big thing is he's playing like a starter. He's playing like, like Dak, maybe even better than Dak was playing. So I have to give him credit that he's playing good football, but the running game is helping him for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can run the football, I mean, it's not great, but it's still helping, I'm telling you. If, if you can't run, like, I look at I look at the Rams who are not running the football at all. We can't run the football. So that causes a big problem. But when you can run the football, you have explosive backs. I mean, Zeke look good, looks good, probably. You know, he's, just, he's that, that explosive back that y'all have. And we don't have that right now. So, um, with Cooper Rush to the play the way he's playing, you know, it gives you a shot. Let's put it like that. And and, and I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised the way he's playing.
2: Well, my thing is, uh, E.D., is that he's not had to do a whole lot. He's only had three touchdowns in four games. And when you can have three touchdowns in four games, guess what? The defense allows him to play. If I can just keep... They're going to keep the game close. They've only scored... Uh, the Rams have only scored more than 20 points one time. That was against the Falcons. But when you can have when you have your quarterback and he says, you know what? I don't need to get to 28, E.D. I don't need to get to 31-35. I just... If I can get to 20 points, we're probably going to win because the way my defense is playing, they're not going to let the opposing team reach 20 points. I mean, you look at the game. They've given up 19 to Tampa. That's the most points they've given up all year. 19, 17, 16, 10. And so now he's saying, if I can just get to like 20, I'm Gucci. And with that defense, (laughs) and he doesn't turn it over, he doesn't turn it. ED, he doesn't turn the ball over. He's throwing for about 230 yards a game. 230, one touchdown with no turnovers. With the way the defense is playing, that's why he's—he not that good. Ed, don't let him. Don't let Skip get out here and try to Be make careful. you make you think he's a Hall of Famer. He's not that good. I oh oh that. no, I, I don't. I
4: don't think that by no means. But you, you said the key word, Shannon. He's not turn the football over. Something that we do a lot of, and that's important. And where that defense is playing, because you know, you know as well as I do, when you turn the when you have a drive going and you turn the football over, it takes the wind out and of your sails. Him. It really does. And and the Cowboys have not done that. I mean, so I've got to give I got to give him credit. You know, hey, you you play with you you play the hand you dealt. I mean, and and he's playing the hand he's dealt. He has he has great defense, and and he's not turning the football over, and they'll be able to run the football. think like a week ago they, they had 212 200, 200 some yards right at 200 yards rushing, so you know that that helps a lot. And 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 he like I say, he's playing good football. I mean, if he if he can last until Dax comes back, then the Cowboys will be in a good position. I hate yeah. to say, I, man, I you know how bad I hate to say that Skip. I, I do. You know I mean, there there'll will
2: be cow. They'll do cowboy things down the road, Ed. They? Just hold. Just, just hold on, Ed. E. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want you to get. I don't want you to get rid of none of your gear. But just hold on. The cowboys, well, and new cowboy yeah, things. If,
1: if Dak comes back, you could be right about. Oh,
2: cowboy really? Cowboy. That's how you feel yeah, about Dak now.
1: I haven't seen Cooper Rush do cowboy things yet. He will. Well, he might get exposed this week. Who? Who? knows? Billy. But speaking of quarterbacks, there's a the guy who plays for the Rams who's turned back into Detroit Matt. But he he was really Detroit Matt all last year. He led the league in interceptions. And then he got hot in the postseason. And Odell hap- happened and helped a lot because he gave him a secondary receiver. But right now, Matt Stafford's at it again. He's leading the league in interceptions. What is the biggest problem, E.D., with that Rams offense as you see it right now?
4: Well, I think the main problem, like I said earlier, is that offensive line. And, I mean, it's, it's a real problem. And I said that before the season started that our offensive line is gonna be a major problem. And and it's showing up early, it showed up in week one, you know, against the Buffalo Bills. It yep. showed up last week. I mean, as a matter of fact, someone asked me, man, you wanna bet on the game? I said, absolutely not. I said, we can't block the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, they've beaten us, but now eight times in a row. And you know, Matt Stafford, he has, I think he's leading the league in interceptions, six interceptions right now. Um, that's not good. I mean, and, but you know, still, all of it's not his fault because, you know, last week he got sacked seven times. I mean, he's almost running for his life. You got to give him a little bit of time. But when you're throwing picks, like, like like I said earlier, it takes the wind out of your offense. It really does. And that is what, what's been happening with the Rams offense. And and also, you can't throw the Cooper Cup every play. I mean, I guess he's only getting open, but you can't throw to him every play.
2: But here's the thing, E.D. You mentioned it earlier when you can't run the football and you can't protect the quarterback. So now you put even more pressure emphasis on the passing game. You can't protect him. He starts to flinch. He starts to try to make plays that aren't there. And now you get pick sixes going back the other way. He has six interceptions in four games, man. That's not a good, that's an 18. That's on a 20. That's a 20 interception season. Well, you missed the playoff with 20. First of all, he's the second most sack quarterback. So he's the second most sack quarterback. And he's thrown the most interceptions. That's a recipe to get you beat. Mm.
4: Yep. I, I, I do agree with that one. But Last year, we had 17 sacks. That means at least one a game. So there you go, 17 games, 17 sacks. And like you said, Shannon, we're on, on pace to possibly have 20-something sacks this year. And we can't run the football. No. You know, I'm big on playing in the preseason. You, because as a running back, you have to get a continuity with your offensive line. You can't sit on the bench. You can't. You, you can't all of a sudden not get hit for five months of going through a regular a, a football season, then all of a sudden come through come through the, the preseason, go through practice, you know, they don't hit, then all of a sudden, you know, after the preseason, you go and play a real football game. It's, it's shocking to the offensive line. It's shocking to the running backs. And look, we're not a great running team anyway. So right. I think, to me, we needed that. We needed that preseason, but we didn't have it. Now, I think, me personally, I think we're in trouble when it comes to running the football.
1: Mm. So, Rambassador, got to put you... On the spot, feet to fire. <laughs> Who you got this Sunday at SoFi?
4: Well, Skip, you know, man, I'm gonna have to just be honest with you. You know, y- y'all, y'all have y'all beat us up pretty good in 2019. Pretty good. I think it was like 21 to 44, something like that. 44 21. Yep. But honestly, Skip, we're gonna beat y'all's ass. again. You know, we're gonna we're gonna beat y'all. <laughs> no, y'all still the Cowboys. Don't get a good You still have a Dallas Cowboys. He came right no, y'all still the Cowboys. Still have a Cowboys. We still a Cowboys. You, you know, both. We 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 beat you, we beat you, we beat you, I think, two years ago. We'll beat you, we'll beat you again.
1: Beat him uh,
2: last year. Y'all open so far with a win. That's, right, that's, right, that's right, we did beat you last oh, We
1: beat yeah. y'all last year. Is, y'all beat us in like four or five tries. I'm speaking to two Hall of Famers who are still sleeping on Cooper Rush. He's still Cooper Rush. Cooper
2: Rush. He's gonna turn back into a pumpkin. It's
0: gonna be a good Cargo one. going strike midnight soon. And I love the fire. <laughs> Great <laughs> stuff. We know who you're pulling for on Sunday, Eric. Hey, thanks for your time. We really appreciate it on a Friday. Still to okay, come thanks. here on Undisputed. We're not done yet. Is there any hope for Baker Mayfield Uh-oh. and the Panthers Uh-oh. or the 49ers Baker, hand Baker, Baker. His fourth the straight loss. That's oh. next right here on Undisputed. Francisco 49ers coming off that 24-9 win against the Rams. They're a a six-and-a-half-point favorite this weekend as they head to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Baker Mayfield has only led Carolina to one win this season. He's got the worst QBR in football. Shannon, that 49ers defense is ugly. How bad are they going to make Baker look?
4: Uh,
2: The question is, uh, as long as Jimmy G doesn't turn the ball over or do some Jimmy G type things, I think this thing could possibly get pretty I think they I, I think they can win by ten. Um, because the thing is, Skip, the, the 49ers can come get you. D'Amico Ryan, who should be, should get a head coaching job this year. He's done an unbelievable job calling the defensive plays. So, you know, he'll never call plays before. He's called plays before, so he understands what he needs to get done. Skip, the 49ers have the number one scoring defense, they're number two in sacks, number three in QB hits. And when they don't get there, just get your hands up and Baker hit them. I mean, he's good at that. I mean, he can hit the target. Mm. hands. If you try to hit hands, mm. if only he could hit G.J. more hands like he hit the defender's hands. Mm-hmm. Did you, Skip, this is what I want you to This is what people at home. Russell Wilson had a 16 QBR last night. Mm. Baker Mayfield QBR for the entire season is a 15. Mm. So as bad as Russell Wilson played last night, Baker Mayfield
1: has played worse the first month of the season. Mm. So my expectation, uh, I, I, th- I thought you just trashed Russell Wilson to start this show, right? But you
2: got been tra- I trashed Russell for this game. Mm. you guy got been trashed the whole season, mm. playing for, for
1: years now. Really? Yeah, yeah, he fossilized trash. You, do you remember opening day against the Cleveland Browns? Do you remember what happened? He's the worst starting quarterback he, in the league. He turned you turned Cleveland's t- defense into trash because you threw for 155 in the fourth quarter and brought them all the way back to 24-23 up. You know and you it got- took two awful calls to, to save the day for the Cleveland Browns. You do realize we got 10 cases that you're supposed to make the playoffs. You told this is what you told me. Okay. He- you realize that it was attached to the 10 cases. I said it's a dual bet. Your Denver Broncos have to make the playoffs because I was the one who said they won't make it. So I think I'm looking pretty good right now because it looks like a push. And
2: your guy's living off that number one status, number mm. one overall pick. He's terrible. You mm. know it. I ain't breaking news to you.
1: I will give you this. Baker Mayfield, or Faker Mayfield, as you call him, is in the wrong place at the wrong time because this is clearly the best defense in pro football. And it is hot. And it is chomping. And it will swallow Baker whole because that's what they do. And so you could be right. You should be right about it. It should be way worse than a 10-point game. It should be a 21, 24-point game. They do have Jimmy G. Mm. Jimmy G is on the other side now. I thought you d- said Jimmy G was better than Trey Lance. He is. Okay, so well, then d- y- which side of mouth? No, so. skip.
2: You know Jimmy G can turn the ball over. Yeah. He did. He did take a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He did get a team right back to the NFC Championship game. And then what did he do? He turned the ball over. Mm. And cr- he went on the road to Lambo. He beat Aaron Rodgers. When you minimize his involvement in the game, mm-hmm. Okay, he can be good. But if they can somehow force him to be a participant where they shut off the run and mm. force Jimmy G to throw the ball, he made what? He made two good throws the other night. Mm. And that was really the difference in the go- ball game. Mm-hmm. Debo did the rest. Mm. So for me, yeah, Jimmy G is what he is. Mm. But they're going, they're kind of like Cooper Rush. He is what he is. Defensively, <laughs> is where they make their hate.
1: Really? Yep. Well, uh, Coach McAdoo, for whom I have no doubt Well, I told you on Monday, I told you 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 teach those offensive linemen to fire into and try to hold on because you can grab here. You can't grab this way, but you can grab their hands and hold their hands down. They're not doing a good job of that. Baker Mayfield has never had a battered ball problem until the last couple of weeks. Mm. They got to hold hands down, and he'll be just fine.
2: He ain't gonna be just fine. At some point, he getting exposed. He mm. is what I thought he was. Really? He dude? is what everybody thought he was. That's why it you've was. Been, in... You've
1: been front running like Baker
2: Mayfield. No, 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 no. That, that's why, we'll he... See
1: how long that that's why he
2: didn't get signed till June. Oh. Why you think nobody was beating on the door to sign him? It's a marathon, not a sprint. And he coming in dead last Enjoy in marathon. You time. do realize he dead Enjoy last in a marathon. Your time. <laughs> it's 26 miles. Yeah. and He dead last yeah. out of 50,000. Yeah. He dead last. All right.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's the analogies miles. are epic. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Let's talk a little OBJ when we come back. Hey, Skip. You think you can end up in a Dallas Cowboys uniform? I We're gonna like. tell uh, you. Uh, what yo, you I, I, to like, today I bet you do. On the yeah. other side of this break. <laughs> All right, Victor Cruz, a former teammate of Odell Beckham Jr., giving his input on where he thinks OBJ is going to land. First, he listed Green Bay, then he named the Cowboys. Although he said it's a to say that. Shannon, can you see OBJ to skip the Cowboys?
2: No, because when did Jerry put money in the free agents? Mm. And OBJ is going to want some money. Mm. Um, Why would he rather go catch passes with Dak or Cooper Rush as opposed to Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron
1: Rodgers? Just one answer for that. Okay. It's America's team. It's Jerry World. He played in New York. He played in L.A. He needs to finish with America's team. His greatest catch ever wouldn't have been quite so great if it hadn't come against it Dallas on a it, Sunday it night. It would have
2: been great against anybody. No. Nope. It just happened to come against you bums.
1: Okay, we bums won that game. <laughs> and he knows we won that game. And he knows he owes us for, for making that catch so great. so Hello, y'all nothing. Is, you know what? Odell was born to be a Dallas Cowboy. Oh, now you I thought Odell was washed. Mm, you no, told
2: me Odell I was just,
1: washed. He, he has the sort of magnitude. No. The, the sort of marketability that fits in Dallas.
2: Man, y'all see this man. Yep. This man been telling me o, uh, OBJ <laughs> was washed. He mm-hmm. can't do it. It's because a Cooper Cup made it. Now he want him on his team. We'd wash up his reputation. <laughs> you you You're yeah. yep. no. We're mm-hmm. out
0: of time, guys. Kobe awesome J. stuff, Kobe J. J. is gonna be fantastic wherever he lands. Have a cute. great weekend.
3: <laughs>